bubble too fresh. Yo, I'm bubble too fresh. New oh. bird West End. It's bubble too fresh. Yeah, bubble too fresh. Yeah. Give a shout out to the whiskey and the national pimps. We burying everybody. But fucking playing with me. It's the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ. Back to give y'all some more of this motherfucking freshness. I'm joined by my little homeboy. He's born and bred in Australia. We met in Thailand on some pimp shit. We got white boy Rick in the building. What's up, white boy Rick? Doing great, doing great. Welcome to America and welcome to LA. Thank you, brother. How are you loving it so far? Uh, it's an amazing city, bro. I love it here. Hell yeah, man. It's, it's decent. It's decent. You know, I got my boy drinking on some some Jim Beam bourbon straight whiskey. You know, shout out to Jim Beam. I'm a Kentucky boy. You know, it's only right that y'all sponsor me and shit, man. Quit working with these lame motherfuckers, man. Get somebody real to do this shit. But yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I met Rick in Thailand last month. He was like, yo, GQ, I'm coming to LA. I said, well, shit, we can hang out then. So yeah, we went to Runyon Canyon today. How did you like Runyon Canyon? Unreal views, man. Probably one of my favorite spots in the world. Yeah, it's dope. You know, so he's staying out here in Hollywood. So we linked up and yeah, did a little hike. And <coughs> ooh, my throat dry. I need to wash it down with some of this whiskey. Please excuse me. I'll join you there, sir. Hell yeah. But yeah, we did our little workout. That's it. There wasn't a lot of chicks out there this morning. Kind of disappointed. Oh, there was a couple, man. Yeah, there was and shit. But there's more, there's more, there's more out there than what we've seen today. Okay. I guess them bitches was hungover or it was too early for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Rick around the hood areas and just other little areas, man, the city and shit. And we're just going to be hanging out. You know, he's he been smoking on some of that, that good Cali weed. He said this is the best weed he's ever had. Yeah, for sure, man. I've had shit through Australia, Asia, Europe. Uh, and I've had smoked some Cali before, actually, that was brought over. Okay. But, um, the shit here is different, man. I was going to ask if y'all was, like, importing shit, you know what I'm saying? It's quite rare. Over my whole life, we've had it there once. Like mm. straight from Cali, where I knew for sure. Damn, but it's uh, it's rare, man. It's all good. It's all good. There's plenty of it out here. So shit, get it in. Let's go, bro. Yeah, yeah. So we, me and Rick met on some like funny shit. So I'm gonna give up some like information. It's like funny. So I was at this little bar. There's a little chick. You know what I'm saying? That I was smashing or whatever. And it was like, uh, so I went up to this little bar and like Rick was up there. And like the first time we met, you was like talking and I was like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Because they were <laughs> trying to give me a COVID test and I wasn't trying to do that shit. I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking doing that shit. Like they do a thing where they can give you, they can get the results in like five minutes, like a little home test. And I'm like, bro, I ain't doing that shit. And Rick was like, yeah, he, you were saying something to the dude. I'm like, bro, if this motherfucker don't shut the hell up. I was trying to get out of the test, and you was, like, trying to tell the dude, test him. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, dog, if he don't shut his ass up. And I had to take the fucking test, and I, I didn't have COVID. I, was, I told the dude, I said, see, I told you I ain't have no damn COVID. Oh, that's what it was. He swabbed one of my nose, and you was like, oh, you got to do the other. And I'm like, shut up. No, he don't. I said, one's good enough. <laughs> 
like, dog, no. Because, like, the first time I went up there, they wanted to test me. But I was like, hey, bro, I just got in the country. I said, I said, nah, 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 nah. I was like, my shit's good. So I showed them my results and shit. No, I didn't even show them. I just told them, I said, I just got here. I said, I'm negative. So I got my way out of that one. But they got my ass the second time. But I was like, it's whatever. But Rick was hanging out with a chick who knew the chick that I was smashing and shit or whatever. We was all hanging out and shit, man. And yeah, man, how was that with that lady? So that was actually originally a Tinder date. Oh, that was your first date? That was our first date, yeah. That's what's up. Yo, and you so. got you got that pussy on the first date, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So, yeah, bro, we were at Chinatown before that. Oh, I went to Chinatown. I had some date nights in Chinatown. Man, I had some shark fin soup there. Oh, fuck. I didn't know. Uh, man, I yeah. forgot about that. I'm going to have to get that shit next time. Honestly, man, not the best. Not my style. Uh-huh. I think it's more of a traditional Asian thing. Right. So, you may not like it being from here, but... Give it a go, man. Hey, I was eating bugs, crickets, and roaches and shit. So, you know. You like that authentic. Yeah, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. Damn. Okay, so y'all went to Chinatown. Y'all had some shark fin soup. And what else? And then we went to the bar on Kosan Road. Okay, okay. those listening that don't know, Kosan Road is like the the party street, like the main strip where it's all happening. But that shit closed in like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. It closed early as fuck. The time we were there, yeah. Yeah. I think that closed like 11 or 12 on the night. So then Grace, the chick I was with. Uh-huh. Was talking to the chick you were with. I was like, oh, no, sorry, she was with us. She was with us. I'm oh, like, y'all was oh. all together. Like, y'all was like house and roll together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, we know another spot that's open. So that's when we rocked up to the bar you were at. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I had met Grace before, but I didn't recognize her because I'm chilling. Somebody said GQ. I'm like, I said, what's up? Yeah. Then I was like, oh yeah, yeah. What up? Yeah, man. It's wild because like the little chick that I beat. On my podcast a couple, it's about a year ago, I talked about Eskimo brothers. You know what that is? No, man. All right. An Eskimo brother or Eskimo sister is if you have somebody in common that you fucked. Eskimo brother or Eskimo sister? Yeah. So, like, if two girls fuck the same dude, they Eskimo sisters. So, if me and you fuck the same bitch, we would be Eskimo brothers. Right. Yeah. So, I'm at this bar and shit, and I see these two black dudes. So, we talking, and somehow or something... I pointed to a bitch. I'm like, yeah, bro, I smacked her the other night. I'm going to probably smack her again. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker was like, oh, shit, I beat her too. I was like, no, shit. So we was like, cool. We was laughing about that shit. And like him and his cousin came on a podcast when I was out there. And we briefly, we briefly made a reference about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like we was like, yeah, this could have been ugly. Like if we was on some like bitch ass shit. We would have been, like, fighting and shit. Like, we was, like, jealous. But I was like, bro, like, you live here. I'm just a tourist. I'm like, you smacked her before I did. So why would I be mad at you? I'm like, cuz, I'm a pimp, too. Like, shit, we, we make jokes about this. <laughs> but, like, I was finding out, you know what I'm saying, that that bitch like, was, like, a legit hoe. Because he was telling me, he was like, yeah, bro, you know, I hit her. And then, you know what I'm saying, she hit me up on about I'm pregnant and I don't know who the daddy is because I done fucked like three different dudes. Damn, but, but he bro. told me he used a condom and shit. I was just like, oh, damn. You know. Well, bro, that's, that's the problem with international travel is you go to the area and you don't know yeah. who the hoes are. If you're in your area, if you're in L.A., you know who not to go see and who to see. I mean, but even here, though, like you, might, you meet a chick and you don't know her, so she could be a hoe and shit. Like, you don't be knowing. 
and yeah. shit. But I wasn't tripping. I was like, shit, I wasn't trying to fall in love with the bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm shit. I'm trying to do my little thug thizzle. So fucking, I smacked her a couple more times, but she was like, I don't know. I think she had she had feelings for me or some type of shit because when I would be out, you know what I'm saying, doing my other little shit, I was hiding my story from her. Cause I was like, you know, you cool and shit. I don't want to hurt your little feelings and all that. So I would hide it from her. But she was sending your bitch Grace to look at my profile. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, I'm looking at my little shit. I'm like, who the fuck is this? So I look and I was like, oh, that's what you call a little friend. I'm like, how the fuck she know my shit? So that one bitch, she said something. She was like, you hiding your story from me. I was like, nah, bro, my shit be taking forever to upload. And which it did, the area I was in, I screenshot. I was like, look, I've been trying to post this for 20 minutes. I said, <laughs> if I'm not on Wi-Fi, then it's not going to work. So then I was just like, bro, fuck it. I don't give a shit. So I was like noticing she was sending her little friend, that bitch Grace, to look at my shit all the time. So I made a post. I was like, I'm sick of y'all little bitches sending y'all little friends to spy on my shit. I'm about to block all y'all. And... I was fucking with another little chick and her friend went to my followers and shit and seen, you know, that one other little bitch and told this other little chick was like, yo, this girl, she a hoe and shit, you know, and he follows her whoop de whoop. So this little chick is like asking about her. And I'm like, but you know what I'm saying? I told her, we talked and I told her what it is and shit. But the little chick had like a little, the little chick that I know, her friend had like a little spy account. And that's following that little chick. And I was going to tell the little bitch. I'm like, hey, you need to watch your little followers. You got motherfucking spying on you and shit. But, like, her little feelings got hurt when I posted a, a picture of me and this one little chick. And shit, like, she had commented or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. But I'm like, why you mad, bitch? Like, you a hoe. You fuck my little buddy. And you probably fucking other motherfuckers and shit. And it was wild because, like, when I was out there, she had posted a picture in, like, a hotel room. And I commented, I was like, oh, shit, that hotel nice. She was like, oh, that's an old picture. But the little chick that I knew, her little friend followed her and was like, hey, that little hoe posted a picture in the hotel, and that dude's in the hotel. So the little chick looked at the picture and shit and told her friend, was like, nah, that ain't the same hotel that he's in. I was in his bathroom earlier and shit. <laughs> and I was like, yo, these hoes trying to get you caught up. One thing about Thailand, bro. A lot of these hoes know each other and shit. Or, like, the only place that's open right now is, like, Cal Sun Rose. So they all be out there and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. There was a moment I was out there. I was having to look over my shoulder and make sure I ain't seen no little bitches and shit. Get caught up. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But, like, this little bitch, though, like, I don't know. I just left her alone. I just unfollowed her and shit. Because, like, if I posted a picture on my story, she'd be, like, the first motherfucker to see that shit. And I think she had her notifications on, like, when I posted something. Because all the time, like, the first, I'm like, damn, bitch. But, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? A message to the hoes, especially, like, motherfuckers who's just traveling and shit. For one, I'm not going to fall in love or take no hoe serious. Like, I didn't know she was a hoe when I first met her. I figured, but I figured I was like, shit, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure some motherfuckers that ran through her and shit. For real, bro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real, cuz. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure, or whatever. But I mean, look, she was cool. I wasn't trying to fall in love with the bitch, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to just beat, skeet, skeet, and beat. You know, for real. And go on about my little black-ass business. But, yeah, man. And, like, I quit. I left alone and shit. And, yeah. She was, like, posting shit, like, all I wanted to do, all I wanted you was to like me. And I felt like she was making posts about me. Or it could have been about somebody else. 
It's crazy, bro, because they won't say it to you in a message. They'll fucking straight put it on their story, these Thai chicks. If yeah. they get a problem with you, they'll... They'll put it out to everyone. I'll be like, well, you better tell Buddha, bitch. You better tell somebody who cares because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, like, but that shit would be like wild as fuck. But I'm like, I'm like, you a hoe. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you, well, there wasn't a lot of tourism going on out there and shit. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure you got some locals or somebody that you fucking with. I'm like, bitch, you know what time it is, dog. You know I'm out there living my life and have my business. But I was trying to hide it from you, you know what I'm saying, in case I wanted to beat again and shit so I didn't burn that bridge. <laughs> But, you know what I'm saying, you're trying to send your little spies and shit, man. And, you know, on this podcast, we have a thing called Bury Him in the Grave. It's when people just being like a little fuck boy, a little fuck girl, we shoot them with the petty pistol, you know what I'm saying, to try to shoot some some sense into them and shit, you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, I had to block that little bitch and her little friend and shit because Yahoo was over spying and, bitch, get out of my business and shit. But, yeah, girl, man. I'm going to make a video about this, too, and shit, about when you meet certain motherfuckers you can't give good sex to. We're going to talk about this on another episode. Matter of fact, we're going to talk to it. We're going to talk about it now. But I'm going to bury them and shit, man, because you're just being weak as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? You smashing a bunch of motherfuckers. I'm smashing motherfuckers, too. But, you know, you just a hoe with feelings, and I'm a pimp who don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you got to get buried. Shit, bitch. <laughs> You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, you fucked to somebody who I thought was cool. I was hanging out with who I had on my podcast. And we make jokes about it. So what do I look like trying to wife you up? And I'll be like, oh shit, you fucked my little buddy. He knows what your pussy hole looks like. <laughs> bruh, no. <laughs> but no, man, one thing, bruh, I have and and, and and Rick is younger than me, he's 22. But one thing, man, I've learned, dog, with, with dealing with these women and shit. At first, when I was like, fuck somebody new, I'm like, I got to go all out. I got to tear that pussy up. You have to have proper dick management. And I've been, I, I, was, I, I, was, I said it to myself, I said, GQ, you have had poorly proper dick management in your life. <laughs> I'm thinking back at some of the motherfuckers that I bone and shit and, and all this. But man, I look at the sex game like a report card. Some motherfuckers can get A and B dick. And some of you motherfuckers got to get C's, D's, and F's. Everybody can't be on honor roll. You can't give good dick to everybody. Because if you give to the wrong person, they start tripping and shit. And and catching feelings and all this. And I'm just like, shit. Sometimes you got to give mediocre dick to these motherfuckers and shit. And I've been doing that, you know. And there's some chicks who probably be like, oh, yeah, you know, it wasn't all that. And part of that was I just really probably didn't give a fuck about you like that. And I wasn't going, I wasn't finna go over the top to please you. But there's a lot of y'all motherfuckers I was like, shit, he made me come back to back. You know what time it is. God damn it. But yeah, man, you can't fuck everybody good. You know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, try to please them or whatever. But if you don't really give a shit about them, you go out there and get yours. But like, you got to check the temperature with these motherfuckers, man. If you're like, yo, she's already clingy and, and shit like this. And we ain't fuck. Imagine when you put your pole in and this shit, bro. Like, damn. Motherfuckers, go, motherfuckers get twisted and shit. And it work, And it's the same with, like, Whitman. You know, they'll throw some pussy on the dude and he's all fucking all over and, and tripping and shit. So, you know, ladies, I don't know how y'all can do it. I guess maybe you can just lay like a dead fish or don't ride as much or whatever the fuck y'all be doing. But, yeah, man, you got to have proper dick and proper pussy management, man. So, when you're out there in these streets and shit... 
Sometimes you just got to go get your nut and leave these motherfuckers dry. Well said. Yeah, man, it's for real, man. And, you know, I've gave I've gave good sex to women and came with a fucking headache and shit. Like, God damn. Yeah, man, some words to live by and shit. So, man, Rick is from Australia, bro. Tell us, man, where in Australia are you from? I'm from Sydney, Australia. More, hey. more specifically, it's a suburb called Bellevue Hill. Rep your hood. It's close to Bondi Beach. It's close to where? Close to Bondi Beach. That's what's up. I've rolled past Bondi Beach. Hell yeah, rep your hood, man. And so what made you want to come to America for the first time? Movies, bro, I guess. What East- movies in particular? Uh, East Coast or West Coast? Shit, any movie that you like. Boys in the Hood? That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> dig, dig. All right. I, I'm going to take you to the hood and shit so you, so you can see like where that little shit is. And I'm going I'm to take them to Compton and shit so they can take a picture of the Welcome to Compton sign. For sure, man. King. Hell yeah, so Boys in the Hood. I wore some Boys in the Hood t-shirts when I was in Thailand. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. You got to wear a cheap singlet if you go into Thailand. I got to wear what? A cheap singlet. What's a cheap singlet? Like a bintang singlet or something like that. What is that? What, what's a singlet? You got those like beer singlets, like a chain. Oh, the beads and like. shit. You talking about the little bead necklaces? No, 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 no. Like a chain singlet. I don't know. What is that? What's a chain singlet? Yeah, I don't know what that is. You know, I love learning some new shit. So you said the movies wanted you to go to America. That's what's up. Because like he told me he was coming to America. He was like, yeah, I'll be in L.A. and shit. And I was looking at his Instagram. He was over in Boston. I see. I was like, oh, shit. He had a Celtics game. What is this? Oh, the chain. Oh, oh, the tank top. Yeah, man. Also, your tank top. Y'all call it singlet? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, chain. Yeah, that's the beer. Yeah, I had that a couple times over there. What do you there. think of it, man? I don't like beer, for real. Really? I had it a couple times over just for the culture and shit, but like in America, I would never, I've never like bought like a case of beer for myself, or I would never go to the bar and be like, let me get a beer. Like if if motherfuckers are ordering and shit, like you want a beer, I'll, I'll take it and shit. But like I don't like that shit. Nah, nah. Kentucky shit's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do my little whiskey. I do like a little cocktail or some shit or some wine. But yeah, uh, fucking. So you want to see the movies and shit. I saw he was in Boston. He went to a Celtics game. He was in New York. Tell us, tell, tell these motherfuckers about all the shit you've been doing. So the first part of the trip was actually in Thailand. I, where I'm at G. Oh, and, uh, oh will, will you tell the people what you did the day before you came to Thailand? So the day before Thailand, I had my last exam for school. <laughs> <laughs> I had my flight booked the next day. Hell yeah. And uh, my return flight is booked for the day school starts. So... Hold on, the day the school starts, you'll be back, what, the day before or that day? The day before. Oh, bro, you're going to be so fucking tired. It's all good, man. I got coffee. Shit. Just that recovery, bro, is going to take a couple, like, days, a week. It took me, like, damn near three weeks to get adjusted to sleeping normal again. Probably, man. Damn. It should be all good. Oh, so this is your summer right now. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, because, all right, so I showed you my memories I was there this time four years ago, and I'm with this chick, and we driving around. It's like a Monday night. I'm like, yo, why the fuck ain't these kids in school? She was like, I was like, it's a winter break and shit. And I was like, nah, that shit's over with. And she was like, nah, this is summer for us right now. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, you, oh, you jetted the whole motherfucking summer. So flip team, man. Damn. So your winter is our summer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Damn, so you're going back for the summer. Okay. And then, man, tell, tell the people what you want to be, what you're studying. So I'm doing human sciences at the moment, and I'm going to do chiropractic after that. Yeah, my little buddy and shit, and his people's over here. He was cracking their backs and shit the other night. <laughs> <laughs> what are the dudes like, yo, my back fucked up. Can you help me out? <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Hell yeah. And then, man, Rick had did some shit in Thailand. I want to do like the little Muay Thai training, man. Tell us about that shit. It's a great experience, man. You rock up to these camps and they got fucking huge gyms. Uh, I couldn't tell you how big. How big is an acre for your American guests? Shit. Uh, it's a nice piece of little land, though. I don't, I don't know exactly like the square footage and shit. Right. We've probably got a couple of them with all the biggest facilities for boxing, jiu all that shit. That's dope. We've been recording for like 20 minutes, and all we've been doing was like talking shit about bitches and stuff. It's all good, you know. But like, <laughs> yeah, y'all know, man. Y'all know this podcast. We just be having fun and just, I'll I be keeping it real, though. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing motherfuckers can, uh, can't say. All right. So my aunt, me and my aunt are real fucking cool. She called me New Year's Day on FaceTime. So, we talked for like three hours and shit. I almost didn't answer because I was on mushrooms. But I don't be tripping. I'm completely fucking normal and shit. I'm like, I can hold this conversation. But I was venting off a lot of fucking issues and feelings and shit that I have. You know, and one of them, man, is me and her was talking. I was like, man... I'm sick of these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Amy, I know you listen to the podcast. Yeah, we was talking. I was on mushrooms, but you couldn't tell, though. But shout out to you. I love you. Oh, that motherfucker right there, he played for Kentucky. Kevin Knox. So, yeah, he like he left college and went and played for them. What you draft is this? This is like 2018 or some shit like that. So, I'm telling I'm like, man, I'm so fucking frustrated with people hitting me up all the time for money. Literally once a month. Somebody hits me up for money. Sometimes multiple people. And I was telling her, I was like, man, I'm sick of this shit. And I was like, you know, the podcast is getting bigger and shit. And I feel like once I like really get on, motherfuckers are really going to be trying to come out and like get money and shit. Which I ain't going to let fucking happen. But I, I was like, man, like, I was like, if like pisses me off that like I have cousins that's like 20 years older than me. Hit me up with they fucking problems, wanting money and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it should be the other way around. Like, for one, I'm not taking care of another grown motherfucker. Like, if you my woman and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to look out for you for my kids. But just other motherfuckers, bro, you on your own. And I was telling her, I'm like, motherfuckers be hitting me up because they need to pay, like, restitution or their car broke down or shit. And I was like, you know... When I was going through medical issues, none of those motherfuckers was hitting me up to be like, hey, how you doing? You know, how you feeling and shit? And I was like, I was going through bullshit and motherfuckers was hitting me up asking for money. And I was like telling I'm like, man, you know, like I bought an Escalade a few years ago. And like the day I bought it, I like posted, posted like online. Like I bought it like early that morning and shit. It's a car, right? Yeah. It's a, uh, like a truck and shit. Right, right. And I remember later that evening, shit, that afternoon. One of my cousins hit me. It was like, hey, you remember years ago if you said that, you know, you ever made it or you, you was doing good in life that you would look out for me? Can you send me some money? 
And my first thought was like, damn, bitch, like you saw, I just bought this car and it was not cheap and shit. So I was like, okay, whatever, man. So I think I may have sent like $200 or some shit. And then I was noticing, starting to ask, asking for more shit. And I was like, oh, I ain't have it. But like my grandma would fucking hit me up all the time for money. And I'm like, I'm across the country. You have like fucking seven kids. You got like 20-something grandkids who live like within five miles of you. Why don't you ask the motherfuckers? I'm like, you have a bum-ass son that lives with you. Ask that broke bitch for some money and shit. I'm across the country and you motherfuckers want shit. And like that shit was like bothering me a lot. And like a couple weeks ago, one of my cousins hit me on Facebook. It was like, yo, cuz. I'm like, what's up? Send something to my cash app. That was the, that was his name. That's why he sent something to my cash app. I wrote back, I ain't got it. I do have it, but I'm not giving it to these motherfuckers. For one, they never going to pay you back. And then two, man, I've noticed like motherfuckers will get dependent. You know, I help, you know what I'm saying? They going to always come to you. Like I had people, you know what I'm saying, that I helped out years ago would be like, oh, my car is, is broke down, but I didn't want to bother you with, like, throwing hints out there. Like, I would be like, oh, let me save you. Like, bro, fuck that. And, like, I was telling my aunt, I was like, now I can see if these motherfuckers had raised me or if they had fucking saved me from drowning and shit. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, if it wasn't for you, I'd be dead. I would look out. But I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers didn't do shit. And I told my aunt, I was like, now, if you ask for something, I wouldn't mind it because you fucking damn near pretty much helped raise me and shit. And we super fucking close. So I wouldn't have no issue. And I know you're not going to take advantage of me. But I was just like, you know, like it'd be motherfuckers who be asking for money who I would never even consider think about asking them. And I'd be like kind of lightweight offended and shit. Like I've had motherfuckers from like high school hit me up asking for money. And I'm like, bro, I haven't talked to you in fucking over 10 years. What makes you think it's okay to ask me for some money? And this one motherfucker said, oh, you were nice to me in high school. I was like, bitch, well, shit, high, high school and, and now it's different. I'm an asshole. You know, and I'm like, that shit, like, fucking pisses me off a lot, man. And I was telling my aunt, I'm like, all those motherfuckers who ask for money, none of those motherfuckers ever hit me up to be like, hey, are you okay? I said, none of them hit me up for my birthday. I said, they only hit me up when, the, when it's beneficial to them. And I was like, I'm not giving them shit now, and I'm not going to give them shit, you know what I'm saying, when I blow up. Like, fuck that. And the thing is, man, they'll come back around like seagulls. Right. Like giving food to a seagull. Oh, yeah. And the thing with me is I don't be around a lot of motherfuckers anyway like that. Like, I know a lot of people, but there's a, there's very few motherfuckers that I really talk to consistently and I'm, like, really cool with. There's motherfuckers I'm, like, I guess cordial. I'm, like, we cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't never see you for 15 years, I'm okay with that. And there's other motherfuckers that I'm, like, really close with. And shit, but I'm like, still, I'm like, bro, I ain't giving nobody shit. Like, fuck that. And it, it'd be like crazy, like, motherfuckers who will hit me up. Like, when I fucking did, like, little movies and shit, it'd be like, get me in the movie. And I'm like, no. Like, why would I do something for you for nothing? Yeah, all you had was a dream to, like, be in a movie or to do something, but what have you did to... Make that happen besides dream. And I'm like, this shit is this shit is serious. Like, have you had any acting lessons? Have you like did headshots? Like, you know, what have you done? You haven't done nothing. All you had was a dream. And you think because you know me, I'm just gonna give you something. And I'm like, yo, all the shit that I've done, I work for. 
You know what I'm saying? I earned that shit, you know? Or or motherfucker saw what I was doing and was like, okay, yeah, yeah, come here, come here. I want you to do this shit. But I was like, did nobody just be like, hey, come here, come do this for nothing? Like, nah. I was like, so why is it something like I've been working for since I was like fucking 19, you know, it was like seriously 19, but something I've like dreamed about since I was a little kid. Why the fuck would I just give it to you for nothing? When I fucking spent thousands of my own money and, and sacrificed so much shit. And motherfuckers don't think about that shit. People are lazy, bro. Right. People are lazy. You know what I'm saying? And like I've had some people be like, oh, I want to do a podcast, you know, how to do it. And I tell them, I'm like, oh, yo, this is what you need. And all this little shit. You know, but I'm just like, man, motherfuckers, like, be a trip, man. Like, they won't. If you want some more, man, go ahead. I got some some Coke uh, right there so you can mix it with. It's in the refrigerator. And the, the ice is in there, too. But, like, motherfuckers just be, like, wanting shit. You know what I'm saying? And me, I'm the type that I have no issue with telling your ass, get the fuck out of my face. Hell no. Nah. I have no, no issue with that shit. I, I have a lot that I need to get off. We're going to be doing some little venting shit on this one. But fucking... Like that shit, I was telling my aunt, like that shit bothers the fuck out of me. And it really pisses me off. You know, and like, fuck, I had like somebody hit me up the other day, was wanting some money. And they was like, yeah, I know you just got back in the country from a trip. And I'm like, bro, like, you know that I was just overseas for three weeks. And that cost money and shit. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, you know, fuck that shit. There's some motherfuckers I would help out because I know they would pay back. But most of y'all, nah. And if you listen to this podcast and if you ask for money and shit and you mad, I don't give a shit. Like, take your ass to the fucking bank and ask them white motherfuckers for some money. And when they tell your black ass no, you ain't going to cuss them out and talk shit about them. But when I say no, I'm a punk ass, pussy ass bitch and shit. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> for real. How the fuck does that work? You know what I'm saying? Or if I was been like, or if I'd be like, all right, I'm going to give you this money, but this is the interest rate. You would be mad. You going to charge me interest? Yeah. You're not going to argue with the bank when they say interest. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers, motherfuckers don't want to hear all that shit. Like, nah, I want interest on my shit. For real. But I'm like, man, quit fucking asking me for shit, man. I'll be telling y'all motherfuckers all the time I'm poor. And I'll be like, bro, I don't want to pay my own motherfucking bills. Why do I want to help pay yours? With the risk, with, with the taking a risk of I ain't never going to see that money back. You know what I'm saying? There's a few motherfuckers that owe me some money. I should bust your ass upside the head. But I'm trying to be a better person in 2022. But fuck all that sometime. But yeah, we was talking about that. Talking about a lot of shit, man. Oh, speaking. So somebody sent me something the other day. But the I don't know it verbatim. But the highlight was they heard the podcast from somebody at work. And I was telling this story about Michael Jordan. And they heard the ending of it and shit. And they couldn't find it. And they asked me what it was. I don't remember the episode, which one it was. I th- I know I had guests. I think Darius, my homeboy you met the other day, I think he may have been on it and maybe Nick. I don't remember, but I will tell that story again. And it's funny because me and my aunt talked about this same shit uh, on New Year's Day. So how that got brought up with me and my aunt, we were talking about something about we talk, but somehow we talked about Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley is an actor and a comedian, but he has a radio show. And my aunt was like, yeah, I was listening, I'll be listening to that all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I used to listen to it. It's been some years. And my aunt was like, yeah, you know Ricky Smiley was at your house having dinner. 
I said, hey, Amy, Ricky Smiley had never been to our house. She said, well, your mama said that when she promoted a, a comedy show, he came to your house. I was like, I never recall her promoting a comedy show, but Ricky Smiley has never been to our house. I was like, the first time I heard of Ricky Smiley is when he, he had a concert here and she bought one of his CDs because he did like prank calls and shit. That was the first time I ever heard him. He's never been to the house. Oh, that's Kentucky right there. They just showed the highlight. So I was like, man, you know she be lying. I was like, you know, there was a time me and her was in the car and she just randomly said, do you remember the time me, you, Bobby Brown, and his kids went to Discovery Zone? So do you know who Bobby Brown is? Nah. He's a singer. He used to be married to Whitney Houston. Right, yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah, he was a huge singer, you know what I'm saying, back in the 80s, 90s and shit. And I was like, yo, she said this and got mad when I told her, no, I don't remember. And my aunt was like, boy, you remember everything. I said, I know. I said, hey, Amy, I seen Bobby Brown two times, once in concert and once in the gas station. I said, I never met none of his kids. And I was like, I can see if we was around people and she was trying to like make herself look good and say it. But I was like, it was just me and her. I was like, I never fucking met Bobby Brown. I was like, she comes up with the most craziest shit. So the Michael Jordan story is when we left Korea, we flying back. That's that guy right there. That's the coach of Kentucky, the basketball coach. So I don't fuck out. You ain't even tell me your motherfucking name, but you say you listen all the time. So here you go. We left Korea. We was come back to America. We ended up in Chicago. She said, I, "Fuck, I was like, I was a baby. I was little as shit." She put she put me down, and I took off running. And she's like chasing me, and a man picked me up. And she said she ran up to the guy. Like the man picked me up was like playing with me or some shit. And she's like, "That's my baby. Give me my baby." And like going off, going crazy. And she said, some lady said, ma'am, you know who that is? That's Michael Jordan. Okay, before I go any further, I do not know if this story is true. I was too young to, to know, but given my mom's track record and shit, he played for Kentucky too. Given the track record and how she fucking lies, this story is probably fake as fuck. Because my mom lies about every fucking thing and shit. It's probably fake as fuck. And there's no one has proof of this shit. So, yeah, I am just telling you what I was told. In this same story I'm getting ready to tell you, I, I said that to my aunt. And my aunt said, yeah, that's the story I heard. So I'm just telling y'all what was told to us by someone who is known to be a habitual liar. Okay. So she's like, that's my baby. You know who Michael Jordan is, right? Of course. Oh, all right. I just make sure. So she said her and Michael start talking and shit or whatever. And somehow she, he, he invited her to dinner or some shit. And she was like, okay, I just need to call home. So she called back to Kentucky and found out that my uncle, his wife was pregnant with twins and they died at birth. So she said she was like fucked up over that. And Michael Jordan took her to a church to pray. So he wanted to take her out to dinner and she said that he called one of his teammates to, to, to borrow his nanny and the nanny watched me. Let me put my commentary. I told my aunt, I said, you know, that's really some whole shit that she just had some random motherfucker that she didn't know just watch her baby. 
I was like, that shit hoes do. Like, oh, I want to go out on a date with a dude. Oh, yeah, I've never met you before in my life. Watch my kid. The fuck? (laughs) Yeah, man. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, this lady is watches some other people's kids and shit, but you don't know what the fuck she be doing. But so apparently one of the nannies from the Chicago Bulls came and watched me and they went out or whatever the fuck. And my mom said that he 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 gave me like a custom thing with my name on it and I threw it away. And I, I argued with her, was like, I've never had nothing custom for Michael Jordan. So me and my aunt talked about that. I was like, yeah, she said that Michael has sent me a personalized custom shit and I, and I threw it away. And my aunt gave me a look like, why would you throw something like that away? I said, exactly. I said, because I never had the shit. So somebody has said something about he may have sent my uncle a card or some flowers or something. I don't. I asked my aunt about that. She said she didn't know nothing about that. So I first heard this story when I was like, uh, fucking maybe like eight years old. That's like the first time I really recall hearing it. Then I heard her say it a couple of times, you know, when I was like older, but when I hit like 10, 11, I never heard no one. I never heard her talk about that to anyone else. So like, in like 2000, maybe eight or 2009 or some shit, is the Kentucky Derby. Have you heard of that? The famous horse race? No, I never heard of that, man. All right, it's one of like the, it's like one of the third largest events in the world. It's a famous horse race, the most famous horse race in the world. Like fucking, fucking motherfuckers from like Saudi Arabia and like the Middle East, like those billionaires, like they be flying their horses over there to like to race. Like, I've met, like, so many celebrities. And this happens in my hometown. So I met, like, so many celebrities, like, at, like, parties and shit. And then I meet them in L.A. So I'll be like, yo, we was at the Derby together. And I strike up conversations and, like, build relationships with them and shit, like, over that. So that's, like, the prime horse racing thing in the world. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, right. hell yeah. Like, like, Kentucky's, like, one of the horse capitals of the world, too. Like, there's a lot of horse breeding and training and shit. So we have a big thing back home. Have you heard of the Melbourne Cup? Maybe. That's like our equivalent of that. Okay. Back in Melbourne. Also. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's probably not as big. I don't think there's big celebrities going out there. Yeah. But something like that, you know. So she was like, she hit me up one day and was like, guess who called me? I'm like, who? She's like, Michael. Michael who? Jordan. Immediately when she said that, I was like, this bitch is full of shit. I was like, yeah, what'd he say? He said he's coming in town for the Derby, and he wanted to meet up. So I'm thinking, like, this is bullshit. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you did meet him, he didn't remember your motherfucking last name. And, you know, when you met him was, like, in the late 80s, and, like, 20-something years later, he just randomly finds your phone number. It's like highly doubtable. So she was like, I told him that I was going over to Mama's house for her cookout, and he said he's coming over. I was like, this is really full of shit. So she started telling family members this shit. Michael Jordan's coming over to mama's house for the for the cookout. I remember seeing one of my cousins. Her dumbass. I don't know why the fuck she believed this stupid shit. For real. I was like, oh, motherfuckers are ignorant, man. For no fucking reason. I remember I seen her. She was like, your mama said Michael Jordan's coming over to grandmama's. I said, Michael Jordan's not fucking coming to grandmama's. I said, you believe that shit? She said, you always hating on your mama. I said, all right, motherfucker. 
We'll see if Michael Jordan shows up. I don't even think I went over there. You think Michael Jordan showed up? He didn't show up. No, of course not. Hell no, he didn't fucking show up. And I asked my aunt, I said, I said, you know your sister was telling people Michael Jordan was coming to, coming to grandma's house for the derby barbecue. And my aunt was like, no, I didn't hear that. I was like, yeah. I was like, his preacher was like, uh, was like, Michael Jordan's coming. I said, no, the fuck he's not. So, yeah, that's the Michael Jordan story. I highly doubt that shit is real. And then I told my aunt, because I remember I asked my mom years ago. I said, well, why didn't you go out with Michael Jordan? And she was like, because she's like, because she was married, too. She was like, I was with your stepdad. And then I told my aunt, I said, you know, that's really some whole shit. I was like, she was married, but went out on a date with another man and shit. And then I was like, you know, she's really dumb. I said, as much of a gold digger as she is, why didn't she, like, pursue and try to get with Michael? Why the fuck did she choose her little bum-ass husband and shit? Because he wasn't shit. But I think that story is fake as fuck. But if it is true, I, if, now, if, if this story is true, and we, and we really did meet Michael Jordan, and they went out, he fucked. Because my mom's a hoe. She gave that pussy up to Michael Jordan. She, for real, she is. My mom's a fucking whore, man. You know? And I'm like, so there is a slight possibility that Michael Jordan fucked my mom. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Now, if she was telling the truth about this, he fucked, of course, off top. You know, but I highly doubt that this happened. And, And I don't know why the fuck she tells these random fucking stories. And I'm like, and, and, and wants me to fucking co-sign this shit. And I, I'm not, I'm, 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 I be keeping it real. I'm not co-signing that bullshit. But she was really mad. I was like, bitch, like, you want me to sit here and lie to you and be like, oh, yeah, I remember we went out with Bobby Brown and his kids. And, like, what's crazy, like, the number one rule in the house was don't lie. But all my mom fucking did was lie. Maybe she just didn't want us to be like her and shit. But, yeah, man, all that bitch do is lie. But, yeah, matter of fact, bury this old dumb bitch. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Hell yeah, man. It's just crazy. So I don't know, man, if that's true or not. I'll never know. I was too young to remember, but I do remember that I've never hung out with Bobby Brown and his kids. How old were you at the time? When I when I supposedly met Michael Jordan? Yeah. Probably like two or three. Not young enough to remember that type shit. Yeah. Or maybe right. younger. Yeah, man. Motherfucker be lying and shit. Shit's wild. So, man, how was your New Year's? Uh, it was all right, man. I was in New York. I was going to see the ball drop, but I got there and it was fucking crowded, man. Couldn't see jack shit. Yeah. It's too cold and shit, man. I'll never go out there for that bullshit. Mm, wasn't the best, man. Wasn't the best. All right. Yeah, I just chill, man. I was in this motherfucker uh, smoking, watching TV. And that was it. I went to sleep. Like, I didn't want to go out and do nothing because I'm like, shit going to be expensive. I don't even feel like hanging out. I'm just going to be chilling. How's the New Year's shit around here? I saw there was, like, parties and shit going on and all that. But actually, man, New Year's Eve, I was doing a podcast. I was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't really hear about shit. I wasn't even looking for shit. Right. Yeah, I was just chilling, man. I don't even feel like doing nothing. I just want to relax. So that's what I did. But like I said before, I don't want y'all to be doing this shit, man. Fucking new year, new me, and you be bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? 
Because a lot of y'all say that new year, new me, and you the same weak-ass motherfucker that you been forever. So if you're going to talk about it, be about it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers be bullshitting. But get a lot of that bullshit back in Australia. Man. Oh, they be on that shit? All everywhere. What they be saying? Same shit, man. New year, new me. <laughs> Fucking stories in the gym. You know, the whole lot. Yeah. Motherfuckers ain't doing shit, man. Go to the gym once or twice, never go back. Motherfuckers. Matter of fact, I know somebody who I think they probably signed up for a New Year's membership like maybe three years ago and they only went to the gym like maybe fucking four times and they still paying for that membership and shit. And you know who you are. You listen to this podcast. You may you may have canceled that shit, but if not, you know I'm talking about you. Bro, I work at a gym and oh, what you do at the gym? Do the reception and sales. That's what's up. And uh man, January, busiest time of the year. Oh yeah. You see everyone rolling in. Cause y'all be doing them deals too, don't y'all? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers wanna sign up and shit and yeah, weak as fuck, man. But since I moved here, I only went to the gym once. So I need to cancel my membership because I just be hiking. I'd rather do that little shit. Where are you training at? Planet Fitness. Yeah, I've seen that around. We got memes on Instagram everywhere. <laughs> oh, in Australia, I'll be joking about it. Yeah, yeah. Planet Fitness is so pussy, bro. So uh, you see like this this big bottle I have? Yeah. They don't let you bring this in. Oh, uh, that's. Yeah, they was like. Uh, they was like, that's too big. I'm like, bro. And so what I what I had was a gallon of a jug and shit. How big's a gallon? This right here. This is a gallon. Right. They won't let you bring that shit in. And then like those muscle shirts with like the little thin like little strings and shit, the bodybuilder uh, tank tops. You can't you can't wear that in because they said that's intimidating. Can you wear a singlet like a tank top? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've worn tank tops and like wife beaters before. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. But but, like, what, but like, like a little. What, huh? What's a wife beater? Uh, fucking. You ever see people like wearing like those little white tank tops that's kind of, kind of tight or whatever and shit? Yeah. That's what we call wife beaters. Right. Yeah. So, you also can't make noises or like grunt. So, if you're like, Ugh! you can't do that. So, they have a thing called the lunk alarm. And if you're doing that shit, that alarm goes off and shit. And then also, if you with the, the lifting the fucking weights, you can't, the weights can't make no noise when you're coming back down. Like, I was on a machine once, and it made a little noise, and the bitch interrupted me. I had to take my headphones out. I'm like, what? She's like, it's too loud. I went back, bitch, you fucking up my workout. So what happens when you grunt and the machine goes off? Does someone come and escort you at the gym, or? They'll give you, like, warnings and shit. Like, you can't do that. That's fucked up. Yeah. So Planet Fitness is fucked up. Like, they keep you fat and shit. So their whole thing is, like, non-judgmental. So I went there one day, and I'm like, yo, where y'all scale at? They said, we don't have one. I said, why? They said, because we're non-judgmental. I said, what the fuck does that mean? I said, you don't have to have a scale with the fucking, with the uh, meter so everybody can see your fucking weight. It don't got to be posted. It can be private. But I was like, how the fuck am I going to know if I'm progressing or losing weight if you ain't got no gym? And I was like, the purpose of the gym is if you're fat, you want to lose weight and shit. I said, people, we all in the gym for a reason and shit. But they was like, we're non-judgmental. But what Planet Fitness does I don't know if they, it may have stopped during COVID. I don't think they're doing it now, but on like one day a week or maybe two days. Yeah. So, on, oh yeah. On Mondays, they have bagels all day. You can get bagels. And then on Wednesday, they have pizza all day. So you can do a workout and then eat some pizza. So they, they doing shit to keep you fat. And then they have this huge ass bowl of candy right there. 
So they setting you up. So the, you thinking like I go to the gym every day, but oh shit, I ate some bagels. I eat candy all the time. I eat pizza. Yeah, Planet Fitness ain't shit. Y'all some whores. I fuck y'all little bitches. I'm gonna quit giving y'all my ten dollars, pussy. <laughs> you just got buried, punk ass bitch. They some whores, man. I'm glad y'all right. making fun of them, man. Well, I saw these memes and I never understood what they were about. Yeah, and, like I didn't get why the joke was always on Planet Fitness. <sighs> fuck them. So they have they, so they have like two memberships. A ten dollar one is you get unlimited time a month, but you have one that's twenty dollars. And with the twenty dollar one, you can use any membership like in the country, and then you can also bring someone with you. And then they have this like this little bullshit massage chair, and then they have like this little thing called like a hydro table that you lay on and shit, and like a little water shoe. It's bullshit. You got the same thing back home. Yeah, it's, yeah. To be fair, it's pretty nice. The the hydro is all right, but like their shit is kind of weak though and shit. And, and it's on they only give you like less than five minutes in that motherfucker. Yeah, like we can't even enjoy this shit. You need a good twenty. Exactly. Yeah, man. Fuck Planet Fitness though, but keep joking on their ass. But y'all with this New Year, New Me shit, man. For the New Year with me, bro. I'm just trying to grow the podcast. You know, get um get some more bigger guests. Touch more people out here, you know, broaden like the the listeners and shit. Let that grow. And I'm gonna try to work on my patience too with people, man. People be annoying the fuck out of me, dog. So I'm gonna try to work on that shit. But yeah, man, I'm just trying to grow this podcast and continue to get to the next level. What about you? Same shit as last year, man. Same goal. What was that? Just I ain't know you last year. Right, right. <laughs> Just working towards the degree, man. So I'm Hell studying yeah. human sciences now. Just got to get that done. I feel Try to like. save up some cash. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So for another trip next year. So how long did you have to work to save to be off for like what? What you what you gonna be off for? What like two or three months? Three months. Three months. Okay. How long did you have to work and like save for that shit? Within the year. Oh, so you also oh, you was able to save all the shit within so the one let's year. Let's say from January to December. Oh, okay, okay. My money comes and goes, man. So, like, yeah, in a time frame of about a year, I'd say. One thing, man, that I've always liked about foreigners, dog, is like y'all motherfuckers will like even at a young age, like work, save money, and like travel and shit. And like Americans really wasn't doing that, you know what I'm saying? Especially like black folks and shit. Depends which country, man. Like you go to Thailand and. 90% of the people that I spoke to there had never left Thailand. You ask them where they travel, they say, fuck, nowhere. Yeah. I met some people who travel, like, through, like, Asia and shit, but, like, yeah. Different in Western countries, man. Like, from Australia, a lot of people have been around. Right. Yeah. And then it's easier for y'all to come to America, too. Yeah. Because what, what do you do you have to get a visa or you just need your passport? It's a visa. I think we get, like, three months. But it's easier for you guys to come to us. Yeah, so uh, I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, like, because I need a visa to come there. But I did that shit online, and, like, within, like, 30, 45 minutes, I got an email that my visa was approved and shit. Yeah, it's and, pretty easy, man. Yeah, that shit was, it may have been, like, $50 or some shit. I know it was under 100 and, yeah, like, because uh, I forgot that I needed the visa, and I was, like, I was trying to go, like, the next day. And I'm like, man, I hope these motherfuckers send me my shit. And when I try to call over there but i forgot the time difference in the office and shit was closed and i was like please give me my shit and i'm keep checking my email and i'm like oh yeah i'm in there yeah i, I love australia man 
me and fucking Rick was talking. I was like, yo, I didn't know them bitches over there had ass, man. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Man, I was out there clapping cheeks and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got one little buddy. He was like, oh shit. He was like, he he went to Australia. He was on tour or he was rapping and shit. And he was like, yo, I had anal for the first time in Australia. He was like, yo, this bitch wanted me to put it in her butt. <laughs> I was like, damn, I didn't get that, but I was like, okay. Yeah, man. I love Australia and shit, man. Sydney, Surface Paradise. I was over, so I've always wanted to like hold a koala bear. So when I went to Sydney, I went to that little zoo in, in Sydney and shit, right by the water and shit. You know what I'm talking about? It's called Taronga Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went there, and like they had like koalas in the trees, but they was like, you can't touch them, you can't touch them. I was like, all right. I'm like, well, where the fuck can you touch them? And they was like in Queensland. And I was like, all right, well, next time I come back, I'm going to Queensland and shit. <laughs> so... Like, I went in 2015, and then I went again in, like, 2018, and, yeah, I spent, like, all right, so you might remember this. Like, four years ago, they said it was record temperature, like, 119 degrees. Fahrenheit, yeah. Yeah, like, it was it was hot as fuck. They said it was, like, 109, yeah, it was, like, it was the hot, like one of the hottest days. They said it was, like, bats that was, like, like flying and, like, burning like, as they were flying and shit. Oh, shit. Nah, I didn't hear about that, man. Man, so, bro, like, it was hot as fuck. And, like, I'm walking around. I had on a, what y'all call it? A singlet? singlet. Yeah, a singlet. I had on a singlet and shit. And I'm walking around, and, like, the next day, bro, like, well, a couple of days later, like, bro, like, the fucking sun was frying my motherfucking face. Like, my face was so fucking dark. But the rest of my body was, like, was like light and shit. And, like, I didn't notice it till like, I, like, got to Queensland and I was at the beach, and I had no shirt on, and this chick took a picture of me, and I was like, yo, my fucking face is dark as shit in my body. Like, yo, that shit was frying my ass, bro. Like, I was sweating so fucking much. They said it hadn't been, like, that hot in, like, ten, over 10 years or some shit. The Australian sun is harsh, bro. We got a hole in the, the ozone layer, uh-huh. so all those UV rays get straight through. Man. But, and I was in this hostel, and it was a shared room, and I was at the top bunk. It was hot as fuck. I told them people, I said, listen, I have asthma, and I have some health problems, and I don't even have my medicine with me right now. I was like, is there another room I can get that's hotter? Yo, these motherfuckers gave me a private room. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was in a motherfucker chilling. But, like, there was no AC in none of the rooms and shit, but there was a window and shit. So I opened the window and shit, and yeah, man. But I loved it. in Sydney, just hanging out. I went to like that casino out there that has like a little club. Marquee. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Marquee. Yeah, yeah. I went there like years ago and shit. But I really didn't club too much when I was out there. All right, so have you ever heard of a kangaroo tail? No. All right, so the last time I went, I met these chicks at my hostel. Well, I seen them at the hostel and shit. And then I was walking and they was like, yo, you at our hostel. They was like, you were sitting by yourself. Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I was just charging my phone. I'm like, I just, I'm just chilling. So I was like, what y'all get? What y'all getting into? It was like, we were about to go to some some bars and go to a house party. They're like, you want to go? I was like, yeah. So shout out to them, my little homegirls, man. They from Switzerland and shit. They're, they're my peoples. So <laughs> one of them, they mama had came to Australia when she was younger and stayed with some family and got back in touch with them. And then they had kids like around our age. So you know, we was going to their little crib. I forgot where we we, t- we took the bus somewhere. We went to some little bars. So 
in in Australia, they have a thing, the lockdown and shit of the bars, because they said people were starting shit, doing bullshit. So after a certain time, once you win the club, you can be in. They not letting no other people in and shit. No, man. So the latest you can get in is around 11. Damn. Some places 12. Okay. And they usually close around like three. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking... Oh, so you can't even bar hop. So once you win a place, you got to stick in that motherfucker. No, no, no. That's weird. Choose one place for the night. I forgot the area we was in, but it was three chicks from Switzerland. And then we met up with this one dude that one of them was talking to. And he was trying to fuck because we stood in line at this one little uh, bar. And then they just like, yeah, we're going to. I don't know if they told us they was going to leave or they just silently left. But I knew he wanted to fuck, and he took his little bitch, and he fucked. So it was me and the other little two chicks. So we hit up with the little bars. We danced and shit. And then we tried to go to another one, and they was kind of drunk. And, like, the little bouncers and shit was like, no, nah, you too drunk. You can't get in. I was like, fuck. So I was like, we're going to go to this bar. I said, listen, let me do the talking. I said, don't say shit. I said, just have your ID out. Don't say a motherfucking thing. They said, okay, okay. So, but then once by the time we got to the other little spot, they said the lockdown, so we didn't fucking go. So they had the address, so we went to this little house party and shit. So we get up there, we knock at the door, and this dude answers, and he's dressed like a priest. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what's up, Rev? But you heard music, and you see people back, and he has a beer in his fucking hand, too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a fucking little cross and shit. I have to show you the pictures. So I see other motherfuckers that dressed in costumes. Like one dude is dressed like Ryu from Street Fighter and, and shit. But then there was other people who wasn't dressed up in nothing. So we had this little house party and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only black motherfucker in her. And like, so we outside and I say something and this dude walks past me, said, you American? I said, yeah. He said, I'm going to talk to you all night. He said, I'm French. He said, I'm so sick of these motherfucking Australian accents. <laughs> <laughs> and it was his party because he was fucking like leaving to go to another part of Australia and shit. So me and him was talking. So I'm outside and I started talking. All of a sudden it gets silent and everybody starts looking at me and just, it was like, oh, we love the way you talk and shit. So it was cool, man. Like the little party and shit, man, we drinking. So this one dude was like, hey, man, what you know about that kangaroo tail? What the fuck is that? So they took like a big ass beach towel and was like putting knots in it. Have you heard of this? All right. So I know exactly what this is and I've done it. Oh, you have? To multiple people, but we never call it a kangaroo towel. What y'all call it? Nothing, bro. You just whip it out on someone when they've pissed you off. Oh, no. They was doing it for fun. So, so, so. No, he, no, yeah. Like for, for a lot. Yeah. You know. So, okay, do y'all pour beer on it? Because he was like, you got to pour beer on it. No, I just dip it in water. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so I guess to get it wet. So the little dude, the little French dude whose party it was, he was dressed like a surfer. He had a wetsuit on. So he went near a fence, pulled his pants down, so his dick is like, he, like his ass is facing us. And they was whipping him with that shit. I was like, oh, shit. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's how y'all get down there. So you did that shit? Yeah. Y'all wow, bro. <laughs> Man, I don't know, but we and so in America we call that white boying. That's white boy shit, man. White boy shit. Yeah, man. That's white boy <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. For us, like you ain't whipping me and shit, not for fun, but yeah, man, they was doing that. This motherfucker had like little red marks on his ass and in his back. I was like, damn. 
<laughs> I said, y'all motherfuckers over here getting beat for fun. <laughs> and Reunion did that shit. Because I told people about that. And they was like, you lying. Bitch, why I got a lot of you fool? I ain't making this shit up. And I, I have an authentic Australian on here who said he did that shit. But he just didn't call it the kangaroo tail. Yeah, that's that's what they said it was. <laughs> Y'all wow, bro. We got another one where you're, you're with a mate uh-huh. and you slap him on the back of the neck. Oh, okay. And you progressively slap harder and harder to each other. So you know they, what I mean? Uh-huh. They do that in America and they be like, bacon. Bacon. Yeah, they say bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't play them type of games, bro. Fuck off. Man. I don't have time for that dumb shit, man. <laughs> I don't. Man, I want to give a shout out to the people and shit who be listening to this podcast. You know, y'all show me love by listening. So I want to show y'all love by shouting y'all out. So I want to shout out the USA, Canada, Grenada, South Africa, United Kingdom, and Somalia. Oh, man, Somalia, man. I've seen some badass Somalian bitches. Boy, God damn. East Africa. The motherfuckers with that brown skin, that little long, curly, ooh, black hair. Man, boy, y'all motherfuckers fine. Shit. You watch Black Panther? Yeah, I seen Black Panther, yeah. There you go. No, 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 no. They they wasn't East African. They wasn't East, East African and shit. Nah, nah. No? They were, shit, they was more like West African and shit. Nah, they they different. Right. No, nah, I'm going to show you some pictures of them East African chicks, man. God damn, boy. Y'all some superstars. Shit. I might have to come over and, and rescue one of y'all motherfuckers and shit, man. <laughs> shit. <laughs> man, boy, that, that, that motherfuckers are beautiful. I'm going to show you some pictures, man. You know, and shit. But, you know, like, when people think of Somalia, they think of, like, back in, like, the 80s and shit, they would, well, they may have been before, but I remember seeing it back in the 80s. They would, like, show pictures of, like, Somalians and shit. They'd be, like, so fucking skinny. You can see their ribs. They were, they was, like, starving and shit, man, and but times has changed, and man, oof. some of those Somalians, boy, you can tell they've been eating, boy. They thick <laughs> in the right motherfucking places, boy. Damn, look at that little Somalian ass. <laughs> Shit. Shout out to the Somalian women. God damn. Man, oof. if GQ, I mean, if don't nobody appreciate your ass, GQ does. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shout out to Louisville, Desert Hot Springs, The Unknown, Ashburn, Atlanta, Baxter, Cape Town, Garden City, Grapevine, London, Los Angeles, Tampa, Washington Township, Rochester, Ontario, Laguna Niguel, Minneapolis, Rancho Cucamonga, San Bernardino, Vancouver, and this one, Hargeza, H-A-R. G-E-I-S-A. I didn't get a chance to look up where that is, but, man, shout out to all y'all. You know, I want y'all, to, man, to tell your peoples about the podcast. You know, let them listen. You know, follow me online for all the updates and shit, you know. Like, it, I post all the time, you know what I'm saying, like, whenever I record so people can call in or if I'm going to have a, I don't know, just follow me, motherfucker, and shit, you know what I'm saying. In Australia, oh, I get listens in Australia, too. Yeah. yeah, they pop up uh, a lot in Melbourne, uh, Perth. I've had a few. Uh, Perth was listened to a, a lot, but they fell off. And Sydney's popped up a few times too. So I was like, "Who the fuck over in Australia listening to this shit?" 
In Australia, man, are tree houses popular? I've never seen one in my life. Do you know what a tree house is? Yeah. Okay, so, like, I was seeing them when, when I was a kid, like, on movies and shit, or if I seen them in real life, it was, like, white kids that had them and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, motherfuckers build, like, a real little house and shit in a tree, and I saw one the other day, and I was like, damn. I said, that's dope. I was like, man, I ain't know no black motherfuckers that had tree houses and shit. All the white kids, they had all the, the dope, fun shit. They did. But I, thinking as an adult... Shit, I would like to have like an adult like little tree house or have it rigged up. I bro, like when I get rich and famous, there's so much little dope shit I'm gonna get. Yeah, man, I'm gonna be a nice little tree house and shit and be in there just hanging out and shit and yeah, and that shit gonna be customized and yeah, it's gonna be laid out. But yeah, man, like this fucking tree house is dope as shit. And then the one I saw for they kids. They had a little keypad on there to fucking unlock the door with a code. I was like, damn. That's some high tech. Yeah, man. Shit, man. Shout out to the white people with money, man. Y'all be doing it and shit. Y'all putting fucking security codes on the tree houses and shit. <laughs> I ain't hating because my black ass will do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dope as fuck, though, but. Yeah, man, the treehouse game. I was wondering if y'all fuck with the treehouses out there. Seen a couple, but I don't think it's a big thing. Yeah, that shit dope. Yeah, I'd, like yeah, it was it was very rare and shit. You know what I'm saying? That I was seeing, I was seeing the motherfuckers and They're shit. They here, huh? They here, right? In America. Yeah, the yeah, heaps, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, another word that uh, Australian that I learned was heaps. You guys didn't say heaps? Hell no. Nah. Nah, that's y'all shit. What do you say? The equivalent. Because like heaps means like a lot. A lot. A lot. That's it. That's it. Like you, you can say many things like a lot or a shitload, a buttload, assload, or a bunch and shit. But yeah, don't nobody say heaps. Right. Yeah, because like I was fucking with this little Australian bitch. She was like, "Yeah, heaps," and I'm like, "I said, babe, what the fuck does shit mean?" (laughs) Yeah, man. Shit, wow, bro. You guys got lots of shit that we don't say. Like what? Blocks. Blocks? We don't say blocks. Like when you say it's the, like three yeah, blocks down the road. What y'all way. say? We don't say that. You say down the road. I mean, yeah, we say down the road too, but if we say down the road, it'd be like you just going just like not far. It'd be like, yeah, just go down the road and then you'll see it on the left, the the, the gas station. Because we don't have blocks, bro. Like you guys have a grid, right? Yeah. The map of LA is on a grid. We don't have that. It's just random. Oh, okay. So okay. you say it's like three kilometers down that way. Damn. Like two miles. No. One mile. Yeah, I love Australia, man. I can't wait to get back over. Like, ah. Uh. But, man, one, one thing I would say, like, we talked about, I was like, the dudes over are bitches. Like, but you're one of the rare, cool Australian dudes, man. A lot of them, man, they some hoes, bro. <laughs> I almost got in two fights over. One, I was in Surface Paradise. I was going somewhere, and the motherfucker threw some water or some little shit, like, right in front of me. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? And he was like, you're just trying to start shit, bro. I was like, motherfucker, you threw some shit. It almost hit me. And it was him and his little buddies. I'm like, what the fuck y'all want to do? But they didn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing. And then it was where I was in Sydney. I was getting, I got off the subway and I had my uh, roller backpack. And this dude comes like right near me trying to like cut me off and shit or whatever the fuck. And then I said, I was like, watch where you going, boy, because he did it on purpose because he walked past me and then he was like, mm, real close. And I said, watch where you going, boy. And then 
He said, what? I said, watch where you going, boy. He said, I'm a man. I said, boy, watch where you going. So then he had his little buddy and shit, and I seen they was looking, and I, I looked at him and said, what the fuck you want to do? And I was like, the only thing I got is this big-ass suitcase. I said, I'm finna hit these motherfuckers with that shit, and then I'm going to have to just pound the other one and shit. And I looked at him and said, what you want to do? And he went the other way and shit. But I was like, I was having to look over my shoulder. I was like, these motherfuckers might try to come up from behind me and shit. But, like, a lot of them dudes are bitches. Like, come to think of it, the only – the dudes at the that house party, some of them was Australian, and a couple of them was from some other countries and shit. They was cool. But I never met, like, a dude over, like, around my – well, this one chick that I know, she introduced me to this one dude that got me some weed. He was cool. But most of them, like, all the friends that I made that was, like, dudes or from another country – and I was cool with the old men. Like, the old people, the kids, and the chicks are cool. But, like, the dudes was fucking assholes, man. Bro, that's the thing. You go out in Australia, you get a lot of those dickheads. Yeah. And I don't go out too often because whenever we do, there's problems. We've had right. loads of things back there where people in a club will have a problem with you, try to start a fight. Heaps of things, man. A lot's happened down there. And then I heard, like, in King's Cross, that knockout was real popular, where they were just walking, like, they would come up behind a motherfucker and just punch him in the head and knock him out and shit. Called a King Hit. Oh, it's called, oh, that was called Knockout. So here they, we here we call it Knockout, so there they call it King Hit. We call it a knockout, too, when you hit someone. Uh -huh. But if it's from behind like that, yeah. they can't see, it's called a King Hit. Yeah, that's some pussy shit, though. You know, you yeah, a man. motherfucker from behind you, you go hit, that's some, square, square up with a motherfucker and shit. Look him in the eye. Yeah, that's yeah. some whole shit, man. Matter of fact, all you pussy-ass Australians that be doing knockout and king shit and you just being a dickhead and all y'all motherfuckers that be doing steroids and thinking all y'all some shit, y'all ain't nothing but some whores. <laughs> you just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. And I'll be back in Australia. If you have an issue with it, we can discuss it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> For real, man. Some bitches and shit. But the old people, the kids, and the chicks, man, I ain't got nothing but love for them motherfuckers, man. I love Australia and shit. And then, like, I didn't know that, like, prostitution was, like, legal. Like, when I was, uh, so, okay, so, like, you saw, like, the little area. Okay, I was staying in the area by that little mall and shit in Sydney. You know what I'm talking about? I guess, like, downtown. We don't do downtown, uptown. Was okay, okay, near, okay. Was it near the water? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mall near the water and shit. By Darling Harbor. It's not far from Darling Harbor and shit. Okay, Darling Harbor. You know where that little that, that mall is? There's like a little business district and, there, and there's like a mall and shit right there. How close to the water were you? Like, I, I could, shit, I walked from, I walked to the water from uh, that little area because my hostel and shit was, was close by there. I can't think of like the name of that little mall. Okay, you know Culture Kings? You were in Martin Place. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know Culture Kings? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they, they, they have, like, two Culture Kings, one in Sydney and, like, one in, like, somewhere else. But and one in, in, in uh, I saw one in Queensland or whatever the fuck. So I was at that, at that mall where Culture Kings is. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're at. Yeah, so Culture Kings is a store that sells, like, hip-hop-type clothes in a barbershop. So I went there for the barbershop. I found it online and shit. And I'm looking at the barbers, and the only I only saw one barber that had a black person in the picture and shit. It was this chick. So when I came and shit, I was like, "Yeah, I want to get a haircut." And I saw the girl. I said, "You, I want you to cut me." And she's like, "Okay." And I told her ass. I said, "I wanted you because you're the only person I saw that cut black hair." 
And she started laughing, and she was from Fiji too, man. And she gave me a dope ass, like she trimmed my beard up, man. She was clean with it. Let me give a shout out to her. <laughs> yeah, man, she had my she had my ass looking good. Hold on, excuse me, real quick. She had me looking good and shit. Yeah, she was dope with it. But like Culture Kings is dope. I used to follow him on Instagram. I think I may have unfollowed him and shit. But yeah, man, uh, I said if I go back, hopefully that chick is working. If not, I let somebody else fucking cut me. But I saw this chick when I was like. At Culture King, she worked in the store, bro. She had the fattest fucking ass. I was like, God damn. She kept looking at me and shit. And I, I asked the little barber, I said, yo, what's up with Shawty over? And they was like, oh, yeah, she has a boyfriend. I was like, yo, fuck that motherfucker. I was like, she need to get somebody, somebody real. I was like, I'd love to bring her ass to America. Like, I, like when I be overseas, I be seeing some of these bitches that be so fine. I be like, bro, I would love to bring you to, like, America, especially like to Kentucky. And they be like, damn, y'all see what cuz got? I'd be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta import these hoes. You gotta bring a Thai chick down there. Hey, I'm gonna do that soon, man. You know what I'm saying? I I'm gonna I'm gonna hit these motherfuckers with one of my Thai chicks and shit. Yeah. Hey, will you hand me that Diet Coke, please? Is 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 it is there anything left in there? Alright. I got I got some more too in the little refrigerator thing. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? One of my little Thai uh, ladies and shit, she gonna come out here in a couple of months or so. Yeah, she about to get her little fucking little tourist visa. But like, it's crazy, bro, because I would talk to Thai people and I'm like, yo, why don't y'all come to America? And they was like, it's so expensive and the visa's only $160. But I think what it is, they wanna make sure you gonna come back. And I guess they wanna make sure you have enough money that like, what I what I saw, they want to make sure you have at least five thousand in like your bank account to go to Thailand. No, 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 for like Thai people to come to America and shit. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so they want to make sure you have enough money, and then they want to make sure like you not try to come over here and and like stay and shit. Oh. So like I was looking at shit, and it was like when you do because you have to do like an interview for the visa. So I was like, don't you like don't tell them like I'm coming to visit my girlfriend or my boyfriend because they think you're gonna come to America and never come back to Thailand and shit. So you gotta tell them like, yeah, I just wanna come in for tourism and just say different little shit, like, yeah, I wanna see this and do this type shit. Damn. Yeah, but like, yeah, basically they wanna see like that you have a job in Thailand, at least like five grand in the bank. And shit like that. And, like, you just come in not to, like, stay or some shit like that. I didn't want them people to leave. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but, like, America is, like, so fucking hard to get into. But, like, being American, it's easy as fuck to go to other countries and shit. And I was, like, you know, you don't need no fucking visa nothing to go to Thailand. And, like, the Australian visa was easy as shit. All I had to do was just put in my fucking passport number and pay like a little $50 and that was it. Bro, these days you can't go for too long. Thailand only gave us 30 days. Your visa was 30 days? Yeah. That's maximum I could get at the time. I didn't need no visa. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because you came from Australia. Like Now, if I, if I wanted to stay in Australia, I can get like a three-month visa, but to renew that shit is easy as fuck and it's cheap. And so you can keep renewing it and renewing it because, man, I went to Thailand the first time in 2020. And my first time going, I'm like, yo, I want to fucking move here. And I've been thinking about that shit, you know what I'm saying, for going on like two years. And the only thing that's stopping me is the podcast. Like, if I didn't have the podcast, 
I would fucking probably move out there like within a year. But I'm like, I need to be in America, you know what I'm saying? Especially in LA, because like I meet so many connections and shit out here. And like doing a podcast in Thailand is possible, but it'll be all phone interviews. But it's like, I'm gonna be missing out on a lot because I've been like at parties and shit, meeting motherfuckers and getting cool with them, you know, and then boom, they on the podcast and shit. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to do that shit, you know, in Thailand, you know. So hopefully, man, one day I get big enough where I can do the podcast, you know, remotely and then come back to America and shit. But yeah, man, it's one of my goals, bro, just to move over because it's it's like it's so cheap, you know, the people are cool as fuck. The weather, the beaches are dope and shit, and, you know, shit, man, you know. I ain't got to worry about a lot of this dumb shit that goes on, like, in America. For sure, bro. Thailand's not going anywhere. But one of my fears is, because I want to go back soon, one of my fears is, like, with this new virus, they're going to shut the fucking country down again for, like, a year and a half. Because they just got rid of the test and go shit. So, I don't know. You never know, man. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Just go for a quick trip. Hell yeah. Have you ever fallen asleep during sex? No. I have once. I was like real drunk and shit. I was on my couch and the chick was riding me and I kept falling asleep. And I remember like I remember like after like the third time the girl was like waking me up and shit. I was like, Yo, was my dick still hard? She said, Yeah. I said, Enjoy yourself. <laughs> For real. I was like, yo, you have my consent. It's, you're not raping me and shit. Like, yeah, I was tired of shit and I was like drunk. And, but yeah, she ended up just leaving. I'm like, why are you leaving? Like, I was, I'll come back too. But I'm like, yo, if everything works, do that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, you're not taking advantage of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yeah, it's just that motherfucking, I was just tired. And yeah. All right. So we were talking and shit. Early and I was telling him about how, what you know what? No, I'm not going. I'm not going to say what exactly we was talking about. But I, I mentioned about something about somebody about how I met someone how because we ran a train on her, and he's like, "What's running the train?" And then you know I was like, "It's like shit." Somebody would go in the room and fuck, and the next person would go in the room and fuck. So tell the people about your story about running the train and how you'll never forget that and. Yeah, let them know. I think that shit's fucking hilarious and awesome. Yeah, that was my first time, man. Your first time what? First time having sex. With you? On the train. You're Okay, what number was you on the train? I was the first. How'd you get to be the first? In my ways. Okay, so, I, I, so tell me, who was this chick and how did the train, like how'd y'all set this shit up? And how many motherfuckers was, was participating? So it was about four. And this was on a night out. We were at a party. Okay. And um, that whole party sort of merged to the park. Because in Australia, a lot of times when you're having a party, uh-huh. and especially if it's underage, cops will come shut it down. And keep in mind, we were like 15 or so at the time. Oh, I didn't know it. Yeah. So from there, we moved this thing to the park. And I was with this chick. Okay. We got together. And how, how old were you? I was in the ninth grade, so I would have been 14, 14 15, 15, something okay. like that. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. And, and, and your buddies was the same age, too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> about the same age, right? All right. So then I went with this chick off into the bush. There's like a little gazebo thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. There's like four 
four little sections on it. Okay. So I took her there. Dig. So and what? What you took her over just to like to talk to her? Get her, or you was trying to fuck? No, no. Like I fucked her in the gazebo. Are oh, you fucked her in the gazebo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you use a condom? Yes. Oh, right, okay. that's what's up. That's what's up. Right. So was it her first time? No. Oh, so you knew she was a hoe. I knew she was a hoe. I knew what I was going for. Uh, you, you <laughs> I had gave an your, that night. You gave your innocence to a hoe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so, so shit, y'all. Damn. So, did you lay like your clothes down, or you and you were just hold on? How was you fucking on the gazebo? Was she on top of you? Was you on top? Missionary. She was on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So, was you like on a table, or y'all was on a, on the floor on the concrete? On the bench on the side. So you got the seat, the table, right? Yeah. And there's that triangle corner where the seats are. Yeah. On that. Oh, so, oh, so you was fucking on like on a little bench, okay? So yeah. you really couldn't even lay down a little bit. You had to have your knees. You had to stand up kind of halfway. No, no, no. I was laying down. We were on top of. It was a long bench, right? So like, about as long as his couch. So, so was it wide though? No. It was real skinny. It's like that. Oh shit! Damn, that must <laughs> been uncomfortable then. Fuck. <laughs> I, bro, I would have just bent her ass over or been like, get on top of me, you reverse the damn. All right. That's what's up. <laughs> damn. All right, so how did how did the train end up getting ran on her? So your buddies was like, did you go and be like, yo, I just fucked this bitch in the gazebo? Or the bro, I didn't know the guys. This is the first time I fucking met them. Oh, so you didn't even know these motherfuckers. This chick was such a hoe that she just slept with the next dude. Hold on, so so how did this happen? Like she was just laying there, and another dude was like, "Yo, mate, you done?" I don't know exactly how it happened, but I know that they all fucked her that night. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Like right there. Oh, so as soon as you got done, they started fucking her. The next dude fucked her. Right after you got finished. And then the next dude fucked her. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Hold on, hold on. How soon after did they fuck when you left? Like straight after. Oh shit! Damn. Wow, that's wild. So, did you ever see her, like, after that? Yes, but I didn't talk to her. I just saw her. <laughs> did you, you think she remembered you? Yeah. Why didn't you talk to her? I didn't want to, bro. She, di- she dirty. Ah, but you knew she was dirty, though. Ah, Keep she- in mind, bro, I saw her a couple of years later, man. Not at the time. Yeah? Yeah. D- did she remember you from then? I reckon 100%. I would have been like, hey, bitch, you know you took my virginity. <laughs> that's wild. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, that's like you was number one shit. I ran a train with some buddies when I was like either 18 or 19. We may have did that shit twice. But I wasn't first. The dude whose house it was like, I'm going first and shit. And yeah, man, motherfuckers would, would go in the room and shit. And then next motherfucker come out. Like, I ain't with that shit with, like, fucking, like, tag-teaming a bitch with my buddy. Like, somebody's get, hitting her from the back and someone else getting sucked up. I don't want to see my buddy naked, and I don't want to see my buddy's sex faces and shit. I don't want to see what the fuck you look like when you're busting the nut. No, I don't. Keep that shit to your fucking self, bitch. I don't want to fucking see it. So I'm not with that shit, you know. But I had buddies who was like, yeah, man, we fucked her together. I was like, nah, I'm cool with that shit. And then, like, I don't even like watching, like, porn with two dudes and a bitch. And shit, like DP, and like I can never DP, like your dick is rubbing up against his dick and shit. Both of y'all in the pussy, so like you feeling the sensation of another dude, or like if a dude's fucking a pussy and someone else is fucking the ass, like y'all balls and shit could touch. Like 
either way y'all legs is touching like bro i'm not doing that shit bro that ain't me like nah because when i'm around it's a one dick maximum you know what i'm saying when i'm involved in shit god damn it, it now it could be numerous titties involved in shit but there's only one dick if i'm if, if my dick is out ain't no other dicks gonna be out god damn it shit hell no nah, bro fuck all that shit <laughs> yeah man so yeah Random little trains and shit. Yeah, that was, oh yeah, that was the only time I ran a train on on the bitch in my late teens and shit, man. Out there in Newburgh and shit in Rangeland Manor, man, shit, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy and shit, and you know, you know what's wild, man. Me and that chick in it, like we still cool to this day and shit and talking and everything. Yeah, yeah, we were we real cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? We never got like close and shit. And all that. Matter of fact, okay, the, the the chick who who had the train ran on several years later, she was the one who I fell asleep on. Come to think of it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, she listen well, she ain't listened to the podcast in a long time, but yeah, man, like shit's like crazy, like running the trains and shit. I was like, man, bro, like thinking about the shit I was doing back in the day and shit. But that's funny how like you lost your virginity, but you was number one and shit, but Ran a train on that bitch. But it was something funny. The Australian chick that I told you that I met in L.A., her friend, like, so her and her friend came to L.A. Her friend met some dude, and him and the rest of the baseball team ran a train on her little Australian ass. (laughs) Yo, she told me, she was like, yeah, my homegirl, she didn't come back to the next day. And then she told me she fucked the baseball team. (laughs) Yo, bro, these bitches really be out here hoeing, dog. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, bro, so how how is your mental health? It's good, man. I talk a lot about mental health on here, you know what I'm saying? I had my struggles and shit. And like the last episode, I was talking about how like my therapist was like pissing me off and I was like clowning the shit out of her. And we talked last Wednesday, yeah, last Wednesday. And I really didn't clown her and shit. We was talking a lot about, like, my, like, childhood and shit. And I was like, yeah, I fucking hated my stepdad. And I was like, fucking, I was like, sometimes I wish he was still alive so I can beat his motherfucking ass and shit. You didn't have a good relationship with him? Nah, he was fucking abusive. He was a fucking bitch-ass dickhead and shit. And, like, you know, we talking and shit, and I was like, you know, he was abusive. He abused me. He abused my mom. But, like, to this day, like, my mom acts like he's, like, the best motherfucker. And, like, my mom, I don't fuck with her at all. And she reached out to me back in, like, March, April or some shit of last year. And I sent her this long-ass message and shit telling her how I feel about shit. And I was like, you act like your husband was so fucking great. But I guess I guess you forgot about her all the times that he was beating your ass and fucking other bitches and shit. And then my therapist was like, well, what happened? I was like, you know, he, I said, growing up, he beat my mom several times. And it was crazy, like, my mom is, like, dick crazy and shit, man. Like, she put dudes in front of me, my half-brother and shit. Like, if a dude said something, she'd just do whatever the fuck. And, like, she still praises, like, my stepdad. Like, he was fucking awesome and shit, man. But, like, ever since I can remember, they would always argue and, like, fighting and shit. And I remember he was dragging her like down the hallway and like pushed her in the bathtub. And I was gonna call 911, but I didn't 
because I was like, I'm going to get in trouble. Because like, I, I was like, bro, like I would get in trouble for like, if I was asking certain shit, like all the time, I would get slapped and shit. Like, yeah, man. So like I didn't and shit. And like, I remember I was hoping like the time, like we would never have to see him again. It was the day before Christmas Eve. He went to the strip club with his buddies and we pulled up on him as they like getting out the car and him and my mom are like talking, arguing, and she's like pushing him to like get in the car. And then they end off on the side and then they start fighting. And he like slammed her and was like hitting her and shit. And like my half brother, I was, I was in the third grade. So I was like nine. My half brother was like three. And I remember, and then one of my older cousins was with us and shit. And he seen it. I highly doubt he fucking re- even remembers this shit. But I remember my, like my half brother like crying and shit, seeing that shit. And all of a sudden, all these fucking cops came out of nowhere. And they, they got his black ass and locked his motherfucking ass up. And I was hoping, like, that day I was like, I hope we never have to see him ever again. And I was hoping, like, that would be, like, her fucking sign to, like, wake up. Like, yo, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the next day... One of my, like, grandma and great aunt's friend had, when we woke up, she was there, and she took us out and shit. And my mom went to go get my stepdad. So by the time we got home, my stepdad was, like, in, like, like the fucking, like, little room where we had the TV and shit, you know, in her sleep and shit. He wasn't sleeping in the bed, but she had, like, bailed him out and shit. And I was like, yo, this bitch is dumb, man. Like, he beat you several times and, and beat you in the got locked up and shit but you know she still she still stayed with him and still praises him to this day but like when me and my therapist was talking and shit I was like you know my stepdad was a piece of shit you know he abused my mom he abused me but like he cheated on my mom and my mom cheated on him and I was like but they both brought people around but like my like my stepdad like he loved Subway yeah y'all got Subway in Australia yeah okay so he loved like the fucking meatball sub y'all have that out there yeah, that black bitch, that's all he fucking was eating and shit. And I remember we went to Subway and we had our food, but he put his food in the trunk. And I was like, that's fucking weird. And we go to this apartment complex. And every time I'm back home and I ride past that complex, I think about this all the fucking time. So he goes to the trunk and gets that food out. And he's gone for like 45 minutes. I knew where he was at. He was at a bitch's house and shit. And I'm like telling my therapist, I'm like, this is the kind of man he was. I'm like, my mom was out of town. He took us to another bitch's house and left us in the car for almost an hour while he was either fucking or whatever the fact was. He neglected some kids for some pussy and shit. And I'm like, how can you respect that shit? That's fucking sad. Yeah, man. But And I was like, I told my therapist, I was like, one regret that I have in life is that I should have let him die. So my stepdad died in 97. He he worked for Toyota, like the car company and shit. He, he worked at the factory. I don't know exactly, exactly what he his job was, but where they made the fucking cars and shit. So when I was in the fifth grade, I got picked up from school and he was in the car. And like that was weird because... He usually, we didn't really see that motherfucker till like almost like seven o'clock, six, seven o'clock. 
So she was like, yeah, he got hurt at work and shit. So she dropped him off at home and I was there. And I was just outside playing basketball, chilling. So at that time, so when I was in the second grade, my stepdad and his best friend opened up a music store back when they sold like CDs and tapes and shit. And then like his best friend got rid of, like left the business and he was doing it. My mom was into it. So when we got off the bus, we got dropped off at the fucking music store and shit. So we there and my older cousins happened to show up. So she told us to go over to the house and check on my stepdad. Cause like he wasn't answering the phone or some shit. So we go and my, my cousins and shit were like, they were outside. They said, Oh yo, go check on them. So I go in the house and I see him. And I remember like some of the pillows on the couch was like knocked off and he was like laying on the ground and he was breathing real fucking heavy and shit. And he had like this white shit like around his mouth that kind of like dried up and shit. Uh, and like when I was trying to talk to him, he was like kind of saying my name but struggling. I was like, yo, something's not right. So I tell my cousins like, hey, y'all need to come in here. So they look and see. They trying to talk to him and shit. So they call my mom at the store, at the music store, and tell her like, yo, something's not right. So she's like, call 911. So call 911 and... You know, they come, they show up around the same time my mom gets there and they take him to the hospital. And that was the last time I seen him. That was on a Friday afternoon. He ended up dying the next night, like around like 1130 or some shit that night. So he was at work and they said like a car cylinder had like pressed against his shoulder or some shit like that. And he ended up dying from what they call flesh eating disease. And shit, yeah. So fucking, but I remember they were saying like if he had like ate more vegetables or was more, ate more healthier shit, he could have lived and shit, you know, like, you know, like that Thursday, he was straight, he was fine. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker was talking normal, everything was cool. And then I, I remember there was some pills on the table and then there was a glass with some with a with like a drink in it, and but no one knew what it was and shit. And I remember my one cousin was like, "Did you eat? You supposed to eat this shit with food and shit." And I remember my one cousin got a straw and tasted and see what the shit was, but I don't think he said it was alcohol or whatever. But like, I told my therapist I was like, you know, I was a kid, I didn't know better, but I regret like telling my cousins that something was wrong with him I wish like when I seen him that I just would have been like like I wish I would have known that he was gonna die and I wish I would have like looked at him and just walked away and told my cousins like yeah everything's good let's go and then I also told my therapist like seeing him in that state I wish I would have smothered him and killed him and shit you know and being 11 years old because man that motherfucker was abusive you know, he was an asshole. And, like, I told my therapist and I told my aunt, I was like, you know, I have no pictures of him. Like, there's pictures of me and him when I was a kid. But from, like, I say from shit, man, maybe, like, seven, eight years, mate, shit. As a matter of fact, I think maybe we took one picture at a zoo, me, him, and my half-brother, when I was, like, maybe, like, eight or nine, like, maybe nine. But, like, we didn't really take pictures and shit. 
and I always felt like an outcast in my family and shit because, you know, like all of them had the same last name. I had a different last name because he wasn't my father and I never wanted their last name and shit. But like, I felt like, you know, he treated me differently and shit and he was like super hard on me and he would talk shit about me in front of my mom and like she would never defend me and shit and like, he was a fucking horrible person and like, I was always like, man, I can't wait until I'm older I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. And I told my therapist, it's like, man, sometimes I wish he was alive so I can kick his ass, you know? But I was like, you know, at the end, the bitch is dead. You know what I'm saying? And like, I told, I told my mom in the text message, I was like, you know, when he died, I was sad for like a week because I didn't know what was going to happen to us because, you know, he was like the breadwinner and shit. And like, when him and my mom was split up, you know, shit would be bad, you know, like we would live in like these little bum ass houses and shit or like living with other people. And it was like ugly, you know, but like, you know, if we like live with him, you know, he had a stable job and shit and things would be better. So I was like worried. I was like, we've been through bullshit before, you know, growing up, like before my half brother was born, me and my mom lived in a car, which was her, her, her own dumb ass fault. You know what I'm saying? For just being a stupid, dumb bitch and shit. But I was like, Hey, what the fuck is going to happen next? So I was worried about that, but like, shit, like a week later, I gave no fucks. And I kind of forgot about it. And like to this day, I'll be like, oh shit, damn, I did have a stepdad. He has been dead for a minute. Like, I've only went to his grave once since he died. Like maybe a few months after he died, we went to his grave. I never went back. Like where he's buried, he's buried in a town He's actually buried in a town where my mom was born and, like, where my fucking grandma and shit was born. He was in the military, but at the time, there was no space in the cemeteries in Louisville, in the military cemeteries in Louisville, and the closest one was out there in Lebanon. So that's where he's buried. So, like, in that little town is where we have our family reunion and shit, and we used to go to church out there. And I remember one day at the church, we went to see his grave. Well, we never went again. And when I was an when I was adult, she was like, I'm gonna go see your dad's grave. You wanna go? I was like, no. Going that bullshit. I'm partying. Fuck that motherfucker. But like, I never missed him and shit. But I, I like growing like over the years, I've had dreams where this motherfucker has came to my dreams and he's asking, like, hey, what did what did I miss when I was dead? He hadn't came to my dreams in a while, and I fucking hope he never does. But like, yeah, man, I've had several dreams about him, but I've never had a dream where like my mom was in with us. It was always like either me and him or like my half brother and shit. But there's this dude in my hometown who's a medium who talks to right. a motherfucker who talks to like spirits and shit. Right. And reading his reviews, his reviews is high. And like two of my Facebook friends went to him and was like, yo, this motherfucker's legit. He's talking about shit, saying shit that no one would fucking know. So, like, man, I want to go to him because I would like to talk to my cousin who passed away. His his spirit has visited me a couple times. And uh, he's came to my dream. But on two occasions, like on his birthday, like that my little Buddha picture from Thailand, like a year or so ago, I'm in my crib and that motherfucker was rocking back and forth fast as shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And then there was another time at my old crib. I had a balcony and the door was cracked a little bit. And that motherfucker went back and opened all the way. And then 
went back and closed and stopped where I had it. And it was uh, both of that shit happened on his birthday. And like the first time that shit happened, I was just like freaked out. And it was because I was writing some songs and shit and it happened. I was like, all right, cuz I see you. And then when it happened again, I was just like, all right, bro, you around. I see you. But I had this dream and he showed up in my dream and it was super fucking weird. Like his dad and his brother was in the dream. And I remember, man, that motherfucker had hugged me in the dream. And he said, like, it, it was his fucking voice. He said, I'm not like them. And I knew what he was talking about. He was talking about our family because he knew how fucked up our family was and how fucking fake and full of shit and little pussy ass bitches they are and shit. And I knew what he was talking about. And in the dream, after we hugged, like when we was hugging, like I was crying and shit. And then he walked away and there was a casket and he just got in the casket and shit. And I was just like fucking crying and crying in the dream. And I woke up out of my sleep, bruh, motherfucking tears, man, was going down my fucking face and shit. I was like, whoa, that shit was super fucking real, man. So like when I go back to Kentucky, I want to go see that medium because hopefully, man, Lewis's spirit comes back. I got another homeboy named Rodney. His, uh, all right, so where's Lewis at? Lewis is okay. You see the, uh, the you see in the top left the picture of Turbo, yeah. And there's another another picture with doing the red shirt, yeah. That's Lewis. And then over here, I have a picture of my homeboy Rodney in front of his Mustang. I would like his spirit to come back. Like me and him was cool. We used to work at this hospital together, and man, he popped in my head the other day, yesterday, matter of fact, because of my memories. A picture of me and Jermaine Jackson popped up. That's Michael Jackson's brother. And I remember Rodney, me and Rodney used to always joke about Jermaine Jackson because Jermaine Jackson, like the hairstyle that he has is fucking weird as shit. It's funny. And we, was, we always joke about that shit. And when he signed up for Facebook, you know the shit like people you may know. So he hit me up. He was like, Q. He's like, bro, I just signed up for Facebook. He said, the first motherfucker I see is you and Jermaine Jackson. Because my profile picture at the time was me and Jermaine Jackson and shit. And he just fucking fell out laughing and shit, man. And like his he he had hit some hard times and shit, and his family was doing him dirty and shit, like his mom and his different shit. And like he was starting to get back on his feet, and he was working at Amazon. And he called me, and I was in the Dominican Republic, and I was like, "Shit, man! The last time I was over here, I fucking answered some calls. My bill was high as fuck." I said, "I'm gonna call his ass when I get back in America." So when I got back home. I hit him, and he didn't hit me back. And I was like, oh, maybe he's at work. So I called him and shit. I was like, this is weird. Rodney, he usually be, usually he, this motherfucker calls me every day. And I was like, he didn't answer. He didn't call me back. I'm like, this is weird. And it had been some days, and I hadn't heard from him. I called him again. I said, I know this motherfucker's not. Ign-. All right, we'll take a break real quick, and I'll get back to the Rodney story. All right, we back from the pee break. So I was calling Rodney, and, like, he never answered. So I was like, man, I said, something's weird. I'm like, this motherfucker get locked up. I'm like, it's been days since I talked to him. We didn't fall out, you know what I'm saying, and shit. So I remember he had called me from his mom's crib. And luckily I found the number in my little my phone and shit, like my, like, recent calls. So I called I'm like, a lady answered. I'm like, can I speak to Rodney? And she said, Rodney is deceased. 
I was like, what? I was like, when did he die? So he had an aneurysm. Oh, talk about chill. He had an aneurysm at work. Uh, yeah, and died. I was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm his homeboy GQ. And his mom was like, he's talked about you. He said he had a friend in California. I'm like, yeah, like I've been trying to call him for a couple of days. And, you know, we talked daily and I hadn't heard from him. And I just trying to make sure he was straight. So, yeah, man. And, like, his family did him dirty when he was living. And then, like, did him dirty, like, in death and shit. Like, they didn't even have, like, a real funeral and shit for him. Or whatever the fuck. And then I was like, okay, is there something that I can like I can like read about what happened or the obituary? And they was like, Oh yeah, one of our friends made a Facebook post. We'll send it to you, but they never did. And I was like, Wow, y'all really some pussy ass motherfuckers, man. He talked about how his family was fucked up. And I was like, Man, y'all like y'all did him so dirty in life and y'all shitted on him in death, man. And like I was like, man, like, I just fucking, like, I felt so bad. I felt bad for him, you know, because I knew his family, you know, was fucked up. But I was like, man, cuz died, and they couldn't even really give him a proper send-off. And I think they did, like, a little memorial or some shit for him. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to come to it. I was like, I have a doctor's appointment, but I'm going to reschedule it. And she was, his mom was like, no, that's okay. Rodney would want you to come to, Rodney would want you to go to your doctor's appointment. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Rodney would, would would like me to see him off or whatever. But they ended up just, like, cremating him and shit or whatever. Oh, yeah, they did him so fucking dirty, man. Damn, bro. Yeah, man. So, like, when I see this medium, I hope Rodney's spirit comes back, my cousin, and then my, my great-grandma, who I have tattooed on me, like her, and then my stepdad. And I want to tell my stepdad, like, how I feel, like, Fuck you, you a bitch ass motherfucker. And if you was alive, I'd kill you so you'd be dead and shit. How did those experiences feel when you had that contact? I haven't did it yet. Oh, you know, you, like, like when you saw that oh, thing move. Oh, oh, with that. Oh, so my, my stepdad came to me too. So with that, at first, I just happened to look up and the fucking door opened and it closed and shit. But I was used to it. The first time it happened, I was scared. The first time that shit happened is with my stepdad. I was I was laying in my bed reading a book, and my half-brother was reading a book, too. And to my right, I had a window, and that motherfucker just opened up. And I told my half-brother, I said, why'd you open up the window? He's like, I didn't. And, like, this was an older house and shit, and, like, there was no wind. And, like, so the window you had to, like, like pull up to open it and then to close it, you know, just pull it down. And that shit opened up by itself. So that's like scared me. And then a couple of years later, as I'm walking into my room, my window just went up again. And I knew it was my stepdad. And that shit kind of scared me. And like, I didn't sleep in my room for like two or three weeks. I, w- I would run in my room, get some clothes, and then leave out. But we had like this touch lamp downstairs. Like, my stepdad would keep like his shit in the downstairs, like, little guest room. And the lamp, like, you touch it, like, you can touch it three times. And, like, the brightest is, like, the third touch. And if you touch it four times, it would go off. And then I would, like, come down the steps, and that lamp would be on. And I'm like, yo, who the fuck keep turning this lamp on? And they was like, we're not doing it. And I was like, oh, it's my stepdad. And I got tired of this little punk bitch trying to talk to us, so I unplugged the lamp. I'm like, yo, fuck you, bitch. We don't want to hear from you. You dead. Stay dead. But at first it scared me. Then I, you know, 
I got used to it. Then I knew that like I was like, okay, spirits and shit is real because there's no wind going on. How the fuck is this window gonna open up halfway by itself? So the first time you experienced it was the door? No, 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 no. The first time I experienced it was like maybe like two or three months after my stepdad died. I was eleven and the fucking like I'm laying in the bed until my right I had a window and that shit just opened up. And I told my half brother, why'd you open the window? And he's like, I didn't. And I looked and I'm like, he's right next to me. There was no way he could have opened that shit up. Right, right. And then a couple of years later, as I'm walking into my room, that same window opens up again by itself. Right. And then I didn't see nothing. And then my stepdad would be touching that lamp or that lamp would be coming on all the time. So that's like the first like paranormal activity I've seen. And then my stepdad would come to my dreams and then my cousin came to my dream once and then the door opened to my balcony all the, like that shit was open halfway the shit opened up all the way and then came back to where i had it i was like oh shit and then that time that fucking picture was rocking and shit and now like that shit always happens like on his birthday or his death date so i just be like yo what's up cuz i see you you know what i'm saying i know what's up so like nah, that shit nah, don't scare me at all. What was the most recent one? The picture rocking. Yeah, that was probably like a maybe like a year or two ago. Shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I've never had an experience like that. Yeah, like I, I like ghosts and spirits. I do believe in that shit because I've seen it. Maybe I have. Maybe I was so oblivious and didn't believe it enough to like actually consider. I was like, oh, fuck. It was just the wind. And that's you know a lot of people like, I thought that too. But I'm like, shit, bro. This, there's no wind going on. Yeah. You know? Like, man, I never looked that far into it to think about it. But now when I look back on the years, maybe, man. Maybe. Like, that picture has never rocked. So, all right. So, how the picture is, it's, it's like a scroll, you know. And there's like a little string, you know, where that's on a nail Basically, yeah, the picture's like a scroll. You know what I'm saying? Look up what a scroll is. And that motherfucker was rocking back and forth quick. And and it's never moved before. And I was just like, and then I, I was like, well, this shit's fucking moving. Then I thought about what day it was. And I was like, ah, right, yep. You're giving me a sign that you're around. I appreciate you keep watching over me and shit. So, yeah, man, you know. And, like, I was telling, like, I mean, maybe I told my therapist, I told some chick, like, when my cousin died, I kind of felt guilty because, like, he's the one who first let me record music. He had, like, the studio set up. And when he died, I was like, man, maybe I was bullshitting too much. And if I would have worked harder and became established, he would have been alive. But I didn't really hold that guilt for too much. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, what happened to him was, like, fucked up and shit. But, yeah, man, I was just like, only only thing I can do is just, you know, keep his dream and my dream alive and accomplish the goals, you know what I'm saying? You know, technically, phys physically by myself, but you know what I'm saying? I know that like his spirit is there and shit, man. But yeah. It's deep, man. Yeah. So I want to see that medium. One of my homegirls did a little medium experience because like her brother and her father had passed away recently but she did that shit with a friend, but they did it over Zoom. And I was like, man, I, would, I wouldn't even waste my time doing this shit over fucking Zoom. But the one guy, you know, that I want to go hit up, you know, hopefully I'm going to, I guess whenever I go back to Louisville, 
I'm gonna try to reach out to him, but just reading his reviews, he's called the Louisville Medium. So a lot of motherfuckers in Louisville listen. He's the Louisville Medium. Like I've never met this motherfucker. I haven't talked to him. His reviews on like Google and his Facebook page are good. Now some people was like he wasn't able to connect with anyone, but a lot of motherfuckers said, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then personally, two motherfuckers that I know went to him and shit. Like this one chick was like, like her her ex and her daughter's father ended up getting killed. And then, you know, she was like, yo, this guy told me shit that me and him, you know, would say with each other that we didn't even share with other people. And I was like, okay, yeah, that kind of solidified. I was like, now, motherfuckers was giving him good reviews, but now, like, these are people that I actually know. Like, two people that I know was, like, saying, like, yeah, man, they found my grandma and whoop-de-whoop. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm going to check cuz out and see what he's about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. And it's crazy because on the last episode, I talked about how one of my little chicks had told me she had been talking to a fortune teller in Thailand. And I was like, yo, look, I got some questions and shit. Ask the lady. And man, this fucking lady was, the only thing she knew about my black ass was my birthday. And this motherfucking lady, man, said some shit that I was like, hey, I can believe you. One thing she said was, I think about the past a lot, which I do. And then she said something about the podcast. That I've been wanting. So what did she say about the podcast? Or how uh, did you know it was related to a podcast? So one of the questions I had was about will my podcast grow and be successful and shit. And there's something that I've been wanting, you know, for the podcast and for all of this little shit. And the lady, so like the girl had made notes. She had like she's like, I talked to this lady for like almost an hour, you know, about two different little shit. And she was making notes about shit. And then she was like, yeah, the lady said this would happen in the podcast and this time. And I was like, oh, and I said this to myself and I've said this on the podcast a few times what I wanted. And and and, the, and like the girl was like, what is this? So I'm explaining to her what that is. And I was like, hey, yo, this bitch might be right because I've literally said this a lot and shit. So I'm like, hmm, I, I can believe it. So the little chick was telling me that she had been fucking with this lady for like three, four months. And like, you know, she was like, you know, the lady told me this shit would happen and it did. And I was like, okay. So yeah, man, I'm hoping this lady is is correct. What else did she say to you? I asked about my father because I don't know who my father is because my mama was fucking everybody around and don't know who got her pregnant. And the lady said that me and my father have crossed paths with each other, but we don't know that we father and son. But then, but then I I forgot because me and the little chick was talking. She was like, she said it's either happen, it's either happen or it's gonna happen in the future. So yeah. How do you see that, man? Are you curious or what are your thoughts? Yeah, man, you know, like I got on Ancestry.com because I always wanted to know like what my background was. And then it was matching me with people on my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. But all the matches, like, on his side of the family are, like, fifth and sixth cousins, people who basically it's people that he don't even know exist. And so what's your, what's your ancestry? Where's your dad from? Like, do you know, do you know that from the test? No, it won't tell me where he's from. Well, 
No, it it just tells me like where my bloodline is from and what all I have in me. But I found out I'm twenty percent white. Really? Yeah, man. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up right now because like for years, well, it's from like from like uh, 2016 to like 2018, 19. I haven't been hearing it as much. I was getting mistaken for like Middle Eastern a lot and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, man, because, like, at the time, like, I didn't have dreads. Like, my hair was straight, and I had, like, a like a full beard. Yeah. And shit. So I was like, maybe, maybe I am. All right, so I'm 33% Nigerian, uh, Cameroon, Congo, and the southern uh, Bantu people, 28%, 12% uh, Mali, uh, England, Wales, and northern Europe, 9%. 7% Ireland and Scottish, 4% Germanic Europe, 3% Benin and Togo, 2% Ghana, 2% Senegal. So I was like, yo, I'm not even Middle Eastern or no shit. Because, like, Middle Eastern people were mistaking me for Middle Eastern. Like, I was at this little liquor store in Santa Monica, and I bought some shit. They was like, assalamu alaikum. And I know what that mean. I'm like, alaikum salam and shit. There's less Arabic and shit. And when I was in Spain, this dude was talking to me. He was like, He's like, uh, he's like, you Muslim, Arabic? I was like, no. I was like, I'm American and shit. And then I got an update on it that, yeah, I was like 2%. I forgot what it was. I think it was like the Bantu people from like Pakistan or something. I'm like 2% Pakistani or some shit. So I was like, damn, I guess during that time, my little fucking 2% Pakistani Middle Eastern genes popped out. That's insane, man. I've always wanted to do one of those tests. Yeah, I did Ancestry, and they have one for dogs. I did one for Turbo, too. What's he? Uh, let me see if I can find it. But, it, like, so when I got him, they told me he was a Shih Tzu and shit. But, like, when he was a puppy, I could tell he was. But he was getting bigger, and I was like, man, I think he might be mixed with something. But he was, uh, I don't have that shit to say, but he, he's 50% Shih Tzu. But he has like some poodle in him. Uh, uh, he has some Maltese in him, some other little shit. So I'm guessing maybe his mom was full shit zoo or I don't know, some little shit. But yeah, man, because he's bigger than most shit, shit zoos. Yeah. And shit, but sure. yeah. So I got on Amazon. I bought the test for me and him at the same motherfucking time. And I was like, you know, we're going to see what we what we have in us because like. I was curious because like my white friends would be like, yeah, I'm German, Irish, Italian, and whoop de whoop. And only black motherfuckers, the only thing we could say was like, I guess we African and shit. So I was like, man, I want to know what the fuck I am. And then me and my aunt was talking, like my my granddad, my great granddad, his last name is Porter. And she was like, you know, we Irish. She was like, Dr. Porter. She was like, Dr. Porter was an Irishman that came to America and shit. That's where we got our last name from. And I was like, oh, I guess he started fucking black bitches and shit or somebody did. <laughs> That's how we got it. And so I, I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And then when I got my test results back, it said I was like 7% like Irish and Scottish. I was like, damn, this mom, this true. Yeah. That's insane, man. Yeah, man. But then like, a lot of like, it's funny because the meme that popped up on my memories of like Thomas Jefferson, like he was American president back in the day and he owned slaves and he was fucking some of his slaves and got them pregnant. 
like a lot of those like white slave owners was like fucking the women and getting them pregnant. But like they would never acknowledge the kids and they would treat the kids like slaves. Yeah, they wouldn't like all those slave. Like, so that's how people started being like light skin and shit. Because, you know, the fucking slave owners were fucking because it was because most of the black people were but not most all of them were dark. Yeah. And then the slave owners started fucking, you know, what I'm saying the women and then, you know, fucking a white motherfucker and a black motherfucker, you know, the kids going to be mixed and lighter and shit. So that's how light skinned motherfuckers, you know, started coming around and shit. Damn. Yeah, man. You know, and like a lot of those slave owners, you know, was, was they was fucking a woman slaves and shit, you know. And I thought it was like, I'm like, y'all hate black people so much. But you fucking them, though. I was like, you don't hate them that fucking much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like if you hate somebody that bad, you're not going to fuck them. You're not going to put your fucking dick in them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like if you hate if you hate black people and you call them the N word and shit, why you fucking them? But it was like an unspoken thing, like a shit ton of those slave owners and shit, you know. And the meme that I saw was, you know, of like Thomas Jefferson and shit, you know, with him. And it was it was a slave. So we have this show called Mari, and a lot of it is like where chicks are trying to find out who got them pregnant, and they'll bring like different dudes and do the DNA test. And it was it was a slave. It was Maury and it was Thomas Jefferson. And like Maury like reads the results. He was like, you know, in the case of whatever, you are the father. And it said, you are the father. And it was like, yeah, man, like those motherfuckers was, was fucking them slaves and getting them pregnant. And I was like, that's how you do your own kid. Like you abandon them and then you treat them like shit and turn them into a slave and shit. That's pride, man. Yeah, man. I just want to say. Fuck all these racist ass cracker ass crackers and shit. I hate you racist white motherfuckers and shit. You know, like back in the day, the racism was motherfucking out there. Then it got kind of on the low, but shit is being more out there. And all you fucking Karens and shit. I hate you racist motherfuckers and shit, man. Like, I hope all you motherfuckers die. You ain't shit. You some punk ass bitches, and I hope your fucking son marries a black bitch. I hope your fucking daughter gets pregnant by a fucking black dude, and you have fucking black grandkids, you pussy ass racist pieces of shit. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Hell yeah, man. I'm sick of this motherfucking racism and shit, man. And I'm also sick of these fucking white folks that be seeing all this bullshit going on, and you don't say shit. You just as guilty. Call your people out for their bullshit because black people be fucking up and I be on this podcast calling black motherfuckers out and people told me, like, you shouldn't be saying that shit about black people. Fuck them. They out there doing crazy dumb shit. I'm going to call their dumb black ass out about that shit. White people, white people who's not racist and shit, you need to speak up and your motherfucking people and shit that you know who be doing that racist shit, you need to call their motherfucking ass out too. I'm getting sick of this motherfucking shit, man. I'm curious, how was that in Louisville growing up? How was the racism? Man, you know, when I was a kid, there was racism, but it wasn't like that bad, bad. But like when my when my grandma went to school, there was only schools for blacks and only schools for whites. And by the time she got to high school, they did integration where black and whites can go to school together. But she said, fuck it, I'm going to stay in school with the black motherfuckers. I don't want to integrate and shit. 
And like my my grandma is racist and shit. You know, she talks shit about white people. But my grandma, I will give her credit. She has admitted like I'm phony. And a, a lot of black, a lot of old, a lot of old black motherfuckers are racist. And I can see why because they got shitted on, you know, by white folks and shit. But like my grandma, like Asian people, she'd be like Chu Changs. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck is a Chu Chang? Like, quit fucking saying this shit. You know what I'm saying? And like. Uh, you know, I got family members who refer to white people as like honkies. That's like a derogatory term for like white people and shit. Mainly like racist white people. And I say cracker. And that's a derogatory term. But for when you say cracker, a cracker is a racist white person and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I say cracker ass cracker. You know, if you're not a racist motherfucker, then I wasn't talking to you, bitch. So shut the fuck up. And you know what a motherfucking cracker is. But... A lot of old black folks are racist, you know, because they was getting shitted on by by white people. Like when my grandma was growing up, there was a drinking fountain for white people and a drinking fountain for black people. And if you went to that fountain for white people and you was black, you can go to jail. What the? Yeah, man. Like, I'm going to school you on some shit. And Kentucky was fucking... Do you know about the KKK? Yeah, of course. So, like, you know, that's huge, you know, where I'm from. But, like, you know, growing up, you know, in Kentucky, like, my city, like, there was certain restaurants that black people was not allowed to eat at. Was the KKK in Kentucky? Yeah, they're in, they're still in Kentucky now. Yeah, cause the, the KKK still exists. What? You know, it's, it's, it's funny. They did a rally in Anaheim a few years ago, the KKK. They got they ass whooped by blacks and Hispanics. And some white people was over there too. They got they ass beat. Damn. Yeah, but the KKK is strong and shit, man, like in Kentucky. But like, yeah, like when my grandmama grew up, like there were certain places where white people can eat and black people can eat. Did you ever run into these people when you were in Louisville? Yeah, I've ran into some racism and shit. Yeah. Like I remember, but right before I moved, was I living in? I wasn't even living out there yet. I was just hanging with my buddy in Bullitt County and shit. If you live in Kentucky or in Louisville, you know about that. There's a lot of rednecks and shit. There's like KKK and shit out there. And I was with my little white buddy, and we're driving, and these white boys did like a little Nazi salute and shit out the window. And we ended up seeing them at a motherfucking gas station. And that was back when I was like real short-tempered and shit. And I pulled up on, I was like, get the fuck out the car, bitch. And I'm kicking a motherfucking truck and shit. And then one of the white boys was in a car. I mean, no, one of the white boys went in the store. And then he come out, he got on some fucking overalls and shit. I'm kicking the fuck out that door. I'm like, get your fucking bitch ass out the car. They wouldn't get out that motherfucking car. And that white boy, when he's walking, he stopped. He was like, oh, shit. So I seen that. Right before I moved to L.A., I lived in that area because I stayed with my homeboy and we had these neighbors. They had teenage kids. And the son actually, like, was cutting our grass. And then they were like, they had a son and a daughter. They were both teenagers. And I was outside one day on my laptop, and they came over just to talk to us and shit. And they saw I was on Facebook. They was like, yo, add us on Facebook. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And I was in the career. <laughs> This is the few days before I went to L.A. Because I was going to L.A. to visit. I was going to stay for a month to find a crib and shit. And I was in the crib watching wrestling. And my homeboy was on the porch. He's like, yo, come outside. And they mama and daddy came outside. And the mama was like, how old are you? I was like, 
what the fuck? I was like, why? And this bitch was like, I saw the messages you sent my daughter. I'm like, bitch, I didn't send your daughter no motherfucking messages. So she saw that her daughter had friended me and shit, but the son hadn't accepted my friend request yet. Or whatever. So this bitch tried to lie and say I sent her daughter messages. I said, bitch, show me the messages. She couldn't. So I'm cussing her out. I said, bitch, get the fuck out the property. She's like, you don't own a property. I said, Mike, tell this fucking hoe to get out the fucking property. He's <laughs> like, I need to leave. So the husband is standing there and he got a broke arm. So this bitch is like, fuck you. I said, bitch, you need to go fuck your crippled ass husband. And shit. He got his arm in the cast and shit. So I'm cussing the motherfuckers out and shit. So I'm like, yo, fuck you motherfuckers. I'm going in. I'm finished. I'm, I'm about to go watch Monday Night Raw. I'm watching WWE. <laughs> fuck you motherfuckers. Interrupting my show. So I end up going back outside on commercial or some shit. And the neighbor from a couple building, a couple houses down was talking shit. I said, well, fuck you, pussy. Come over here if you want some. Somehow somebody called the police. All these police show up and shit. So they're like, what happened? I was like, look, I was watching wrestling, and this bitch come over here fucking with us. I told her to get out the property. She wouldn't listen to me. My homeboy, this is his crib. She wouldn't leave and shit. So one of the officers was like, he was like, uh, I used to be an officer in Louisville. Because, like, where I was staying at was, like, 20 minutes outside of Louisville. It was, like, in the, little, in the little counties and shit where the rednecks is at. And he was like, I was in the West End. That's, like, the black area of Louisville. I'm like, is that supposed to make me feel better that you was patrolling the black neighborhood? Like, how many black motherfuckers did you arrest? Am I going to be the next one? But he was trying to calm me down and shit. But he ended up being cool and shit. Like, I be on here shitting on police officers because they pussy and shit and bitches. And they be killing us. But when I do run across officers that's cool, I will give them their props. But he was cool. So, I told him what happened and shit. And he was like, he told me, he said, you know, he said, if, if the roles was reversed and it was your buddy, who sent her that firm request, we wouldn't be here. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yo, she's trying to accuse me of sending her daughter messages. I've never messaged her daughter. I didn't even get the notification that she fucking accepted my friend request. And I was like, I'm not no fucking pedophile. I work with motherfucking kids and shit who've been fucked up. So basically the police told me I needed to file, like I needed to go like to the county or whatever the fuck and like file a complaint or something. Against them, and I, I did that shit, you know, just to cover my own ass and shit. But like, I dealt with that, and then neighbors would lie on me and tell like the owner of the house that I was speeding up and down the street, and that I would be blasting music, which was a lie. So I had left for like a month to go to L.A. When I came back home, they called the landlord and, and said that son of a bitch is back, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, it's, like, it's that black motherfucking shit. So, you know, I dealt with that or whatever the fuck with them, but them motherfuckers, they, they, they didn't want it. Because I was like, bro, I ain't pussy. Like, y'all want to get down? Let's go. And I like that night, I was down to fight all the neighborhood. I said, all you little racist cracker-ass crackers can get it. I said, I, bitch, I'll fight you. Your husband, he only got one working arm, so I'm really going to fuck him up, and I'm going to try to break both of his arms. And I was like, you over there, you bring your bitch ass on my grass and see what happens to you. He didn't come over to my grass. I said, you better keep your pussy ass over and keep talking shit because you don't want this. And like me, I've never been the one to act like I'm a tough guy and all this little shit, but I ain't no whore, bro. You're not going to fucking come do something to me, and I'm just going to let it happen. I'm going to you know, defend myself and shit. 
But I don't be walking around thinking I can beat up everybody and I'm the toughest motherfucker ever. No, because I'm not. But you're not going to play me like I'm some, some fucking bitch. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to let that shit happen. And you know what's crazy? I had some, some neighbors that lived across the street when I was there who they thought, they thought I was gay. And my, my homeboy told me, he was like, yeah, bro, they thought you was gay. Because the way I would dress, you know what I'm saying? These was little redneck motherfuckers and shit. You know, I had my little swag. You know, I would wear little scars and different little shit. You know, I was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fly motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And they told, I think they told me, you know what? His girlfriend said it. They said, you know what? We thought you was gay. But they was like, we see different cars with different girls over here all the time to see you. And we realized, no, he's not gay. I was like, yeah. I said, you do you dumb as fuck for thinking that shit. <laughs> but you see the stable of bitches that I have over here. They was like, you have different girls over here all the time. I said, bitch, I'm GQ. You know how I'm living. <laughs> Playing with me, motherfucker. <laughs> shit, you think, you think I'm fucking another man's ass? No, I'm fucking female pussy, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you rednecks ain't got no motherfucking uh, style. You little bland, unseasoned motherfuckers. For real, don't be fucking accusing me of being a butt pirate. Nah, I like pussy, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You can learn something from me. I started to tell the neighbor, like, I'll fuck your bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'll show you how gay I am. Shit, let me, I'm going to fuck your girl. But they was cool, though. But yeah, I deal with that. But, like, growing up, as a little kid, like, racism, like, in school, nah. Because, like, I went to school with, like, predominantly black and white kids very few Asian and Hispanic until I got to middle school. There was a shit ton of Asians, mainly like Vietnamese and shit. But like, I've always been cool with all type of motherfuckers. I had black friends, white friends. And then like I lived in Korea. So I, I was always around all races of people. One thing about me is like, I'm extremely diverse. Like I'm cool when I got like, I'm cool with motherfuckers. You would never think I'd be cool with. You know, like mother, like goth motherfuckers are just random motherfuckers. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my peoples. My thing is, I'm like, bro, as long as that you a cool motherfucker and you treat me right and you ain't no, no dumb shit, I'm going to accept your motherfucking ass for what, whatever the fuck you is and shit. And, like, I remember growing up, motherfuckers be like, man, you white. I'm like, how? You got, you got a lot of white friends. What the fuck's wrong with white people? The motherfuckers is cool. They ain't never did nothing bad to me. Shit. Why am I going to shit on them because they white? Or whatever the fuck. No, I don't give a shit, you know, about that. As long as you, you know what I'm saying, you ain't trying to fuck me over and you just not a, a horrible person in gen general, I'll be your motherfucking friend. We can hang out and shit. Like, yo ass, you a white Australian and we cool. For sure, man. And we get the same vibe back home. Like, yeah. for us, like white people, uh, they might find it weird if you say, you're hanging out with a black dude. People <laughs> will look at it differently, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, it's like, it's the same shit. Yeah, man, you know, but I like I'm thankful, man, that I was able to grow up just like around a diverse group of motherfuckers and shit at a young age. And that taught me to love and expect motherfuckers that don't look like and act like you. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I came. I told you I was born in Germany, right? No, you didn't tell me that shit. You just said that your daddy was from uh, Romania. Yeah. So he lives in Germany right now. Your daddy lives in Germany? Yeah. OK. And I live in Sydney, obviously, okay. with my mom. Okay. Um, I, and, and over there, y'all don't say mom, mum. Mum. My mum. M U M. Hell yeah. But yeah, man, like we have a very diverse city in Sydney. You got yeah. Asians, you got. They got shit ton of Asians over. A lot of Asians, yeah. 
I heard there's a few Africans and shit over there too. Not a whole lot, man. Yeah, there's a few. There's a couple, but not not as much as here. Yeah. You know, shout out to the aboriginals and shit. I, I I've only seen like the aboriginal men and I like I didn't see like no aboriginal women. Like I saw some like little kids and shit, but I want to see what's I want I would like to meet a badass uh aboriginal woman and shit, man. Yeah, I can't tell you I've met one to be honest, man. Yeah. Uh, you got to go to Redfern in Sydney. Where is that at? Close to the city. Is it like a, a little neighborhood? It's like a suburb within the city, sort of. Okay, like okay. On the outskirts of the city. Dig, dig. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, man. One thing we was laughing about the other day, and I said it on this podcast, I was like, yo, I didn't know these Australian bitches had ass, man. Man, them hoes is thick. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, like, I was telling him the story, like how I found out Australians had ass is like years ago I was in Santa Monica and I'm chilling and like somebody grabbed my ass and I turned around and this chick is standing in front of me and I'm like you grab my ass I'm gonna grab your ass and I did and as I'm holding her ass I told her I said damn you got a fat ass and she started talking I said oh you Australian and I thought maybe she was one of the rare ones that had ass but when I went over I'm looking I thought it was going to be a bunch of flat booty bitches. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Shout out to all the Australians out there. The ones that gave me some pussy. And yeah, and then the ones that I seen that I didn't try to fuck, but I, maybe I could have and shit. But yeah, man, <laughs> God damn. I remember I was walking and I, I had my headphones in. I was just exploring and I saw this one chick looking at me. I took my headphones off. I said, what you looking at? She said, I know what it's like to be in a, fo- a foreigner in another country. I said, what you know about that? She said, I went to college in Virginia. I said, oh, you did? So we started talking and shit. She was leaving the club waiting for a taxi and shit. But she gave me, a, we still Facebook friends and shit. She got a little dude. I still want to fuck though, a little sexy ass. I don't even know what her little Chanel, shout out to Chanel. Actually, nah, don't shout out. No, I will shout you out because I didn't even try to fuck you and shit. But then I couldn't even meet up with her. Afterwards, because I had another chick coming the next day, so I was wrapped up. But yeah, man, shout out to Chanel though, man. She was cool and shit. But she was like, like you went to college in Virginia. I was like, and she was looking at me. I was like, yeah, I know some black motherfuckers hit that shit. Yeah, but I, she got, she got a little lame ass boyfriend or some shit now. Some little goofy motherfucker. I said, look at this shit, bitch. It's all good though. But shout out to her. But like, Australian women, man, motherfuckers thick as fuck. And they keep that shit a secret because didn't nobody tell me the motherfuckers was thick like that. I had to find out for myself. Like, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About prostitution. So where I was at. So when I, when I went, I was with this chick and she was like, that's a brothel right there. And I was like, for real? She's like, go in. So I, I remember I went in. There was this old lady. I guess she was the madam or whatever. She was like showing me around. And I think they said they only had three bitches working that night. And the only bitch they had available, I said, yo, she ugly as fuck. Who's paying to fuck this bitch? But, like, she, like, gave me, like, a tour of the little shit. I was like, damn, this is nice. But it was, like, in a bit, like, a business district where, like, I said, okay, I was, you said it was called Martin Plaza? Martin Place. Martin Place. Yo, it was, yeah, it was around there and shit. And I remember there was, like, a little sign that says, like, if you don't want to leave out the main door and let people see you, you can, like, creep out of this one little fucking uh, way. Or whatever, but I was just like, 
damn, man, like, motherfuckers is really, like, fucking selling pussy and shit on the fucking, like, street, you know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't know it was legal over there. I don't think it is. Brothels aren't legal? I don't think so. Most of them are labeled as massage places. Now, this place wasn't massage. Like, no, you go in and there's like hoes that will line up and you pick who you want and you go in a room and there was no massage table. It was a bed. Yeah, I seen them too, man. But if you notice, they got no labels most of the time or maybe a, like something subtle. Usually it's just a number with a stairwell upward. No, no, this one had a name and shit because this bitch was like, oh, yeah, that's a bra. I wish I knew. And like, yeah. Yeah. But then when we was talking, Across the street from the hotel. Okay, so do you know in Sydney where it's a statue of a bull? And then, like, you get, like, in the bull, you can, like, on the statue, his nuts, and his nuts are, like, huge. I seen it in New York, not in Sydney. Yeah, there's one in Sydney. No, I haven't. Yeah, man. I know you're talking about one in New York. Yeah, there's one in Sydney, some, like, somewhere around that little area. No, I because I was doing a video, I was like, yo, they even put, like, these huge ass nuts on a fucking bull. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story. So the hotel, so where I was staying at the hotel across the street was a massage parlor, and that chick went to get a massage, and she was like, "Yo, I think they might be doing freaky shit." So we talked about. It. I was like, "Yo, I did the massage," and then the chick was like, "Happy ending," and she jacked me off and shit. So when I went back out there four years ago, I was walking, and I was like, "Oh, that's the hotel that I stayed at." And I was like, oh, shit, this is the one little massage parlor. So my feet was hurting. So I go in there, and I, t- I told the little receptionist, I'm like, look, my feet is killing me. I want my feet rubbed. I said, are they going to rub my feet? I said, I mainly, I predominantly want my feet rubbed majority of the time. I said, my back and my feet. That's what's really bothering me. That's what I want. I told the receptionist bitch that. So I go back there. I get a little bitch and shit. You know, she's like, get naked. And I'm like, whatever. So, like, this bitch is, like, walking on my back. So, first, the bitch starts rubbing me with, like, no lotion or oil. And then she's, like, on my rough skin. I'm like, damn, bitch, you gonna get some oil or some shit? So, she leaves for a few minutes and go gets that. I'm like, yo, this hoe, she's not even prepared. I said, she's probably not even a real massage motherfucker. So, then this little motherfucker, she walking on my back and shit. And, you know, but I tell her, I said, yo, I want my feet. I said, massage my feet. This bitch said no. I was like, how the fuck are you going to tell me no? And shit, bitch, I'm telling you. So that pissed me off. She gave me a little lame-ass massage. I was trying to be nice, and I was like, yeah, okay. So when I finished, I'm telling I'm like, yo, like, I wanted my feet rubbed. And she said no. So I'm telling that to the receptionist, and she gets the, manager, the managers there or whatever. So the manager's talking to the little bitch, and she's like, like the girl said you had a good time. And I was like, no, not really. I was being nice. I was like, when I walked in here, I told the receptionist, I want my feet rubbed. I said, I said, baby, didn't I tell you that? The girl said, yes. I said, I wanted my feet rubbed. My feet's been hurting. I told this chick, rub my feet. I want my feet rubbed predominantly the whole time. And she told me no. So I was like, look here, bro. Y'all trying to fuck me over and shit. I know y'all be scamming. I was going off. So then they was like, Okay, she can rub your feet for 10 minutes. I'm like, 10 minutes? I'm like, I wanted my feet rubbed the whole motherfucking time. That's the thing, bro. A lot of them are just prostitution joints. Yeah, I, I found it, like, yeah. A lot of them, and they're just trying to get your money off you for sex or whatever you're willing to do. Yeah. There's 
rare that a really like genuinely good massage therapist. Man. And and like the one little bitch who I went before, yeah, she fucking jerked me off and shit, but she like she actually gave me a real massage and shit. And it was cool. <laughs> but like this bitch, I'm like, yeah, I knew something was fucked up. I'm like, yo, she didn't have no massage lotion, no massage oil. You just gonna rub my bare skin with nothing. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and shit. So like I was going crazy, man. I was cussing them out. Cause like the lady started talking shit to me. And then that set me, I'm like, fuck you, bitch. And I started cussing them out. And they had like all of this shit. They had like different like little small statues and different little shit on the counter. And I t- I've never told, I may have told one of my homeboys this, but I'm telling y'all this shit. Because I don't give a I don't give a shit about statue of limitation. And I don't give a shit who hears this in Australia. Fuck them. They had all this shit on the fucking counter. I took my hand and just like moved in and boo, like like moved all that shit and then like flew against the wall and one of the like it was a bunch of shit on that like little table on that little desk or whatever on like, the counter and I just like took it and just uh, slung that shit and some shit hit the wall they had like a little fucking like glass dish with candy and that shit hit the wall and shattered and shit was flying everywhere and it hit one of the bitches like something hit one of the bitches and shit and I remember the fucking girl was like, call the police. The man was like, call the police. And when I heard that shit, I just ran out. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like, my hostel, where the fuck's my hostel? And luckily, the way I ran, I ran in the right direction. And I found my hostel. And I chilled for like four hours. Just in case they called the police. Because I was like, they're going to find out who the fuck I am. Black dude. And at the time, I didn't have dreads. Like, my hair was, like, up. And I had, like, in a bun. All I had to do was say, black dude. And they go fucking find me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to just be indoors for a couple hours and let it die down and shit. But, yeah, man, I was destroying shit in there, man. Because I just, I was like, you motherfuckers cheated me and shit. I wanted my fucking feet rubbed. And this bitch is lying and shit. And I told you motherfuckers that I wanted. Oh, so the one bitch said, I never asked for my feet to be rubbed. I'm like, yo, this bitch is lying. She told me no. I'm like, I told the receptionist, but the receptionist was honest. She was the only honest motherfucker in there. I was like, I told her right there. And the girl was like, yes, he did. Hey, yes, he did say that. And shit, yeah, but I was destroying their property and shit, man. Matter of fact, yo, fuck you little bum-ass bitches. Fuck you, bitch, for giving me a little weak-ass massage trying to rub me with no motherfucking lotion. And fuck the manager for trying to fuck me over and shit on the price and then be like, she can rub your feet for 10 minutes. No, I wanted my feet rubbed for at least 45 to an hour. So fuck y'all motherfuckers and that janky massages and shit. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, man. They some whores and shit, man. But I was kind of scared. I was like, shit, I got to fucking chill for a second because it'll be easy for me to get caught up. If I was white, oh, yeah. I'll be, all I had to do was change clothes. You never going to fucking find me. Black ass. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. They got me. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. I think you are the only black dude in Thailand I met. Okay, so I saw a few. So I saw. So I met two dudes from America. One of the dudes had fucked the one chick that I know, and shit. Like him and his cousin and shit. They were from America. They had moved out there, and I saw some Africans and shit. But something that was dope, man, was I got recognized in Thailand. Like, I've been recognized in America a couple times, but not really. But I was in Pattaya with this chick. And this dude said, 
yo, I know you from the internet. He's like, you be wearing the funny T-shirts. And he was like, I've been seeing your post about Thailand. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, he's talking about me and shit. They call the Cubs T-shirt? No, no, not that one. <laughs> Man, like the company that made that T-shirt reached out to me to be a brand ambassador. And like they posted that picture and they got a shit ton of backlash. And like they like removed all of that shit. And I was like, yo, y'all pussy and shit. Yo, fuck them bitches and shit, man. I, I did more for y'all than y'all did to me. Fuck y'all whores. I buried them plenty of times on here for that shit. But no, I just be having like funny, like that's my thing. Like I just be wearing funny t-shirts. And then I also, like I be, I be wearing t-shirts that make like white people uncomfortable, especially like racist white people. Like I have the shirt that says like, go ahead, call the cops. I have another shirt that says I wish a Karen would And like I wore that shirt in the airport And like white people was giving me crazy looks But every black person I seen Gave me a look like Hey <laughs> Yo all the black I did that shit on purpose I, I make sure I wear them type of shirts Like around white people to be like Yeah I know the fucked up shit y'all be doing and shit You know what I'm saying Yeah I do Cause I'm, I'm a, I don't give a fuck so, and I wore that shit in the airport. I'm like, it was going to be a shit ton of white people in the airport <laughs> and shit and let you fucking see that shit. And then I have another shirt. So, sports teams used to name themselves after Indians, like Native, Native Americans. Just like over the last year or so, they stopped doing that shit. Like, there's a base, there was a baseball team called the Cleveland Indians. They just changed, like this season... Their name is going to be the Guardians. In the picture, the, the logo was like an Indian with this big-ass smile. I have a T-shirt with the with that logo and shit, but it's a white dude. It's a white man with green eyes with the same logo, but instead of saying Indians, it says Caucasians. <laughs> so I wore that and shit, and I wore that shit once in the airport, and a white man, he looked at it and shit. It was like, oh, yeah, and I was like, yeah. They fucked over the Indians. They did the Indians bad and shit. Yeah, man. So he he, he couldn't say shit because he knew I was telling the truth. So, So basically, man, what the British and the Europeans did to the Native Americans, they did to the Aboriginals. They stole their motherfucking land and killed their men and raped their bitches and shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, man. Motherfuckers, y'all should have stayed in Europe. And what I was thinking, they said the Europeans traveled... You know, they were they were trying to go to India to get spices and they went to these places to get spices. But I'm like, white people don't be using spices and seasonings. So what the fuck did y'all do with that shit? You know what I'm saying? Y'all went to go look for some spices and y'all didn't even use that shit, man. It's fucked up. <laughs> for real. Over looking for some shit. Don't even use it. But yeah, but what's funny to me is like racist people will tell blacks, go back to Africa. Take your pussy ass back to Europe because you wasn't from here. And so Thanksgiving was in November when we was in Thailand. It happened when I was in Thailand. So the real thing of Thanksgiving is some white motherfuckers came to America and they thought they were in, they thought they were in, shit, I'm, I'm drinking. They thought they were in India, but they were in America. And they saw the Native Americans and thought they were Indian. That's how that shit came about, calling them Indian. Because they thought that they were in India, but they were in America. And basically what they did was 
They took over their fucking land. They killed the men. They let some of them live. They fucking raped their bitches. And they stole the land and shit. So I'm like, yo, you motherfuckers ain't even from here. If you want to keep a G, take your pussy ass back to Europe and shit, you know? And it's just like, so these motherfuckers, I said, man, these white motherfuckers, man, they be talking about people be stealing and shit. I'll be like, white people might be the biggest thieves. Like, y'all motherfuckers stole the whole motherfucking country and shit. And if you white and you listen to this shit and you get mad, I don't give a fuck because I'm telling the truth. White people stole America, goddammit. And, and, and something that always confused me when I was a kid, what they and in school they teach us a bunch of bullshit. They said Christopher Columbus discovered America and there were Native Americans. But I'm like, hey, how can you discover something when there was motherfuckers already living there and established? No. One thing, man, about white history, they don't tell the fucked up shit that white people do. They they mask that shit. And they say he discovered America. No, that white motherfucker stole America. He didn't discover shit. The Native Americans was there. Who knows how long they had been there. They had land, a community. They were living a life. And these motherfuckers showed up with guns. And the Native Americans, no, they had bows and arrows and spears and shit. My bad. They didn't have guns and shit. They stole that motherfucking land from them people. They went to Africa. They talk about fucking go back to Africa. Didn't know Africans didn't come to America. White people stole them and brought them to America and turned them into slaves. And it'd be fucking me up where white people be like, black people always steal. I'm like, I guess you forgot what your ancestors did. Because they the biggest motherfucking thieves. They stole land. They stole people. You know, but like, White motherfuckers don't be taking ownership for the shit that white motherfuckers did in the past. They want to mask it and, and turn them into heroes. And like in America, there's a day for Christopher Columbus. And I'm like, y'all gave a day to a thief? A motherfucker that stole and killed and raped? You praising him? We got the same thing back in Australia, bro, for the guy that discovered that. What's his name? I forget his name, but it's called Australia Day. Oh, I never heard. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so it's the start of the year. And that day is celebrated for when these white people from Europe discovered Australia. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck texts me? What's good? Hey, oh, oh, shit. I'll set my alarm. If that's not, okay. All right, cool. I have to do an, an, uh, uh, an interview at seven. Okay, that'll work. Cool. But yeah, man. You know, I'm just like, we be praising all this bullshit. I'm just like, yeah, shit's fucked up. But yeah, man, that's one thing I learned. Like, white folks don't like hearing the fucked up shit that white people do. But they love to, like, talk shit about, like, Hispanics and blacks and shit. But I'm like, hey, y'all people started this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I just think it's funny when they be like, go back to Africa and shit. And, like, a lot of fucking... I was making videos on TikTok and some fucking Hispanics was getting mad and they was like, go back to Africa. I'm like, y'all hit me with that white boy shit. Go back to Africa. So well, take your puss ass back to Mexico, bitch. Because uh, really, they don't even want you motherfuckers over here for real and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got love for Mexicans. I got Mexican homies and shit. I fuck Mexican bitches and shit. I'm not one of them, but I'm like, they don't want y'all over here. They were trying to build a wall to keep Mexicans out of here and shit. 
But yeah, man, racist that racist people they love go back to Africa. Well, take your puss ass back to Europe then, bitch. Because you not the original motherfucker. And it'd be funny because they'd be like, the Mexicans are trying to take over America. I'd be like, hey, just how you how you white motherfuckers did? Like, shit, let the motherfuckers come over here and shit, man. Fuck them, man. I feel, I'm like, if they not coming over here on no bullshit, if they not committing crimes, let those motherfuckers live life. You know, because your little puss-ass people, they were seeking refuge in America. They left old bitch-ass Europe and came over here bringing diseases and bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Because wasn't no guns in America till the white motherfuckers brought them. What none? True. You know what I'm saying and shit? But then, like, like we talk about shit like this on the podcast, and then motherfuckers be like, you're racist. You're... How am I racist for telling actual facts? You know what I'm saying? Like, how I be calling uh, black people out about their bullshit, I might call your motherfucking people out about their bullshit. Quit being silent about it and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if shit's fucked up, I'ma call it. Whether you my peoples or not, or you black, I'm like, hey, you black motherfuckers is tripping. Like, there was some, there was some protests and there was some black people looting and shit, like breaking in stores. And I was like, bro, you motherfuckers quit that bullshit. Quit doing that shit. I was like, yo, stop. You know, I'm letting them all like, y'all, y'all on some dumb shit. Quit. You know, like I call black motherfuckers out when they doing dumb shit. But I notice like white people don't like when I call them out and shit. I get like get labeled racist and shit. Which I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. But I will say, I love white pussy. <laughs> and I've had a lot, goddammit. Yeah, man. The motherfucker I have shit. It is, man. One of my goals is shit, you know, I would like I would like to get some pussy from like all the races and shit, you know. Cause you was asking me like what type of women you like. Shit, I don't give a fuck about race. As long as you look good and you ain't fat and shit. And if you got some big titties, let's go. <laughs> For real, all you got to do is just be cool and you got to look good. You can't be ugly as fuck. I ain't trying to fuck your ass. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. But yeah, I just be keeping it real for these motherfuckers, man. And I be calling white people out for they bullshit. How I be calling Hispanics and black motherfuckers out. But I've noticed from feedback from white people, they don't like when I call white people out. They say, Dude, you sound kind of racist. I'm like, well, shit, I don't know. Maybe you racist because you not understanding what the fuck I'm saying. You know, and like something that's funny, like my ex is Ukrainian. She's, she's Ukrainian Jewish and shit. And like Jewish people hate like Middle Eastern and shit. And I remember we was we like we lived together and in the apartment building there was an Arab motherfucker and they license they had like the little Arab license plate and she was like fucking Arabs living here. And I was like, bitch, you know how racist you sound? I was like, yeah, there's a beef between Arabs and Jews, but not all motherfucking Arabs are bad. I was like, that's like me shitting on all white people for slavery. Not all white people are bad. There's a lot of cool white motherfuckers. There's a lot of white motherfuckers that I'm close with that will fucking go to bat and be like, oh, hell no, you're not going to do him like that. I know a lot of good white motherfuckers in this world. And I know a lot of fucked up ones too. You know, so I was like, that's like me shitting on all white people for slavery did. Said, I'm not finna do that shit. I'm not going to blame a whole race for what, what a few motherfuckers did. So I'm like, you can't be talking shit about Arabs because, yeah, some Arabs are fucked up, but not all of them are, you know. And I, I tried to tell a little dumb bitch, but, yeah, I should expose her, you know what I'm saying? She's racist against Arabs and Asians and shit. It's oh, everywhere, bro. 
Yeah, her little yeah. stupid punk ass. Fuck that little cunt bitch. Let's bury that fucking whore too. Fuck you, slut bitch. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. I want nothing but the worst for you, you fucking cunt bitch. I haven't seen that whore in years, and I hope I don't never fucking see that bitch. Actually, you know what? I want to see that bitch when I get on, when I'm in my motherfucking Lambo, and I'm out of light, and I see that stupid fucking whore, and I'm going to look at her, and I'm going to fucking spit on her fucking car and, and ride off and be like, yeah, you could have been in the passenger seat, but you a weak-ass motherfucking bitch, and you're not. Matter of fact, we're going to bury this stupid cunt again because, like, this bitch really tried to ruin my life and all the shit that I work for tried to destroy it and shit. And I fucking hate that bitch. Like, out of top five people that I hate, her and my mom is up there. So, fuck you, you slut bitch. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Fuck your stupid ass mom and daddy, too. I'm glad I'll never have to see they dumbass ever again. God damn, they got on my fucking nerves. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, man, it's straight. Alright, hey man, do you want the people to like follow you on like social media and shit? Go for it, man. Well let them know how to get in contact with your ass. So it's Ricardo R I C A R D O dot D U I L O. You know, Ricardo is a Hispanic name. Yeah, it's actually Brazilian. It is? Yeah. Oh, cause I mean, like, like in like, like, like in the Spanish community, it means like Richard. Yeah, I get Richard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. white boy Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so you gave him your your info, man. Anything else you want to say to the people? Happy New Year! Have a good one, guys. Work hard. That's right, bitch. And you know me, you know what I'm saying. I put my social media in the description, you know, fucking look at that motherfucking shit and follow me on the social network so you know when I'm recording, you can call in and all that. But as always, if you have a dream, you have a goal, I want you to go for that shit. I want you to achieve it. You know, I want you to be happy. Everybody out there that got genuine love for me, man, I'm sending y'all fresh vibes, good health good wealth. I want y'all to start the new year off great. I want y'all to be happy and all the shit that's positive in life that y'all want. I want y'all to have that motherfucking shit. Everybody out there, like my ex fucking cunt that be lying on me, making up false allegations and rumors, and you want to see me do bad, I just want to say fuck you, eat a dick, die slow. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. And I mean that motherfucking shit. And this is the Fresh Podcast. New year, new me. Y'all full of shit. It's a new year in the same punk ass motherfucker you always been. You was When you was born, you wasn't shit. When you grew up, you wasn't shit. And when you die, guess what, bitch? You still ain't gonna be shit. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.